my, ho- my whole face is covered up by this microphone. <laughs> so it's just like our podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there you go. Feel at home. <laughs> Welcome. As the road returns. Chris. Hey, hey. Birthday, buddy. Hey, birthday, buddy. <laughs> I got Patricio here. Hello. And then and Angie. Hello, hello. Hello. Show. Welcome. Super awesome. That was fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you know, get the disclaimer out of the way. Uh, you know, this is my, just, you know, Carlos's opinion, not the opinion of the Rescue Company one or the opinion of anybody else's job who's here today. <laughs> uh, well, maybe Patricia's job. I know your boss. Well, yeah, you, well, you and my boss started doing stuff without me over the weekend. Well, we died. We did. We dialogued. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. And, uh, definitely not the opinion of the wonderful and very handsome Dr. Benjamin Abo, who was handsome as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, not the rescue company locks. one. Yeah, absolutely. And anybody that hires the rescue company one. Correct. And like we always say, if anything I say offends you, well, there you go, fuck Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, hey, don't let your kids listen to this Yeah, show, absolutely. There's about to be some real idea. talk. There's on. always that first time where the lets their kid listen to it. <laughs> and again, Jamie's ass was just here, and it looks wonderful. We are out of cameras. If not, we would totally yeah. have the, uh, the ass cam. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all have cameras on our phones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we do. We should post a picture of Jamie's <laughs> butt up there for the world to see. <laughs> It, it's probably illegal, like in ten states. <laughs> her, her butt. Yeah. Oh, that thing's. Ridiculous. I need to see it. It's what I. Oh, it's what I'm aiming for. She'll, she'll come back. <laughs> we're all aiming. We're all aiming for that. Aiming for I have like a true white girl booty, and I just don't want that anymore. I would like to. Yeah, you want you would like it, some like, junk in the trunk. Yes. <laughs> well, it's 2021. Yes. The white girl booty is actually you know coming back up now. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Where, the, I don't where exactly did that memo come out? No. <laughs> what does that mean? Never, back never in, never. <laughs> the PAWGs. The what? But that's fat ass white girl. No, fat ass. Yeah, fat ass is a good. Like she's saying, she got no ass. Basically, do you have an ass or do you not I have mean, an ass? Like it's a little rounded, but like I want it like up. Like oh, it yeah, means yeah. you know, like I'm getting a little she older. Wants the I'm like. I'm like working with you bands do, do them, and like I'm, you know, doing, do the twerking doing, class. The, doing all of it, you know, just yeah. To, yeah, lift it up a little bit. You need to do some of that twerking class, man. I, do I mean, love... there's no complaints at home, but look, yeah. I'm not helping over here. I'm getting ready to order. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, maybe like, you know, 20 wings would help that. Yeah. Ass. Like, you know, so we are at the wonderful Johnny's filling station, which is uh, a local Orlando legend. Well, this place sure is, is really cool. I've never been here. Oh, yeah. You wow. know, it used to be uh, never. a shave ice place. Look, it's yeah. too far for us to drive when we're just <laughs> yeah. trying to, like, you know, drink yeah, yeah, and yeah. get home. And yeah, we know. So. We live like seven minutes away from each other. It's not yes. that far. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we'll be riding with Patricio. <laughs> had to go yeah. on yeah, yeah, I 4 yeah. to yeah. get here. So, you know, a few things to talk about today. So, obviously, tomorrow is 9 11. So, we're going to talk about everybody's, like, you know, experience where they were at on 9 11. Because I think it's kind of like our Kennedy time. You know, like, we talk to every old person, like, where were you when Kennedy got shot? And they could tell you exactly what they were doing that day. That's true. You know, so. Time kind of stopped. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things that is, for us, is like that moment, you know, that kind of changed things a little bit. And it's 20 years tomorrow. Man, it's so true. You, like, you never talk years. to anybody that says, I, I don't remember what I was years. doing. Nobody says that. It's 20 years, yeah. man. You know, and then uh, talk a little bit about a few things that happened this week, which is uh, some of them, like, pretty funny. Some of it 
is uh, I was crying my eyes out the other day. I'll tell you about that. That is true. Great. Yeah. Great. And I'm sorry You're not to making make you... any tears coming tonight. I'm probably going to cry Hopefully not, we'll man. Hopefully not. So it's, well, I don't uh, mean to make you cry even more, but uh, Jason Marquez is in the uh, digital green room right now. So whenever oh, yeah, you want you me to br- bring him in. Yeah, you yeah. bring him in. Okay. Hi, there Jason. He is right there. He's hey, so what's handsome. going on, guys? <laughs> this is my brother, everybody. Yeah, and he's uh he is uh, oh. from uh, First Response Training Group. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Jason is a self-made man, which uh, I like to tell some of his stories, man, which is uh, unbelievable because he should be dead. And uh, <laughs> but you're not. But it's probably well, probably one of the most trusted people by most fire chiefs in the in the in the area here. Um, you know if if. If it's a fire department that never had outside training, Jason's the guy that provides that. He's one of those people who's just, you know, very, very humble human being, and it's just uh, awesome. And if you need car detailing and stuff, I'll let you know, tell you where you that because you do that does oh, that too. Cool. Yeah, he's a full on all around <laughs> wow. hustler. Yeah. Okay. Get that so, side hustle in, right? So, but Jason has one of the most unique nine eleven stories ever that uh, that you can hear, and it's. Uh, I thought we put our phones on silent, so, people. Oh. <gasps> Emergency bypass for my kids. Sorry, oh, Baron Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baron oh. So, uh, AJ, before we get into your story, we got to get into some of these ridiculous 9 11 stories that all our guys have. You know, first of all, Amanda won because, uh, where were you on 9 11, Amanda? I was in seventh grade science class. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm Whoa. way older than I thought I was. Oh, man, it's a funny <laughs> shit. I'm pretty sure I need to pick up my tombstone hey. tomorrow. Dan was picking up his kids from soccer practice. <laughs> when they were in the seventh grade. Yeah, they were in the seventh grade. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, he did just say he graduated in 89, and my first uh, thought was, oh, I was one. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And uh, yeah, 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 so you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, what, uh, baby, where were you at 9 11? I was doing clinicals at the hospital for nursing school. Or were you in uh, LPN school? No, I was already finished with LPN school, I was yeah. in ner- RN clinicals. Nice, nice. Patricia, where were you at 9 11? I was in 10th grade chemistry class. Holy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, was in passing 10th grade, meds. I was giving 10th grade chemistry class, and our teacher's <laughs> cell phone would not stop going off. Oh. And the thing was, his brother worked at the World Trade Center. Oh shit! So oh. he he oh. kept ignoring the call because he he was in class. And then finally, someone called the school to tell him like, "Hey, you need to pick up your phone." And it was his wife. <laughs> and he finally picks up the phone, and his eyes just like bulged out of his head. And the second he turned on the TV, we saw the second plane hit the tower. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I'll tell you my story here in a second. Wow, Dan and Angie, you guys have your own podcast. We were on your podcast uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. sure. It was, it was awesome. Fun. It was yeah. fun. We had a great time. Yeah, yeah. thank t- you. It was fun. You want to tell people about your podcast along with your nine eleven story? Sure, sure. So our podcast is called "It's All Fine and Dangy." Get it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will never forget, like everyone else, I was at work. Um, I'm an IT guy in my day job, and I was listening to like talk radio, and they said a plane hit one of them, and we all thought it was like a Cessna or a little airplane. So I went to the conference room and sort of jerry-rigged an antenna to the little TV we had in there. It was all staticky, and just as I got it working, you saw the other plane hit the other building. That's crazy. It was, uh, yeah. it was insane. Yeah. Totally insane. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so I was actually at home. I was a stay-at-home mama, and I yeah. had my two-year-old at home, and my other one was in school. 
And um, I was watching the news while I was like, you know, cleaning up, doing whatever moms do at home mm -hmm. and um, saw it all unfolding. Actually, wild, it was yeah. happening and freaking out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you want to go get your kid from school and, you know, but you try not to be in panic mode and just, okay, let's just see what's going on. But yeah, it was, um, it, <coughs> you no, know, imprinted in your mind, like kind of like I was in fourth grade whenever the, the, the um, space shuttle, the Challenger blew up yeah. and we were watching it on, yep. TV, on TV in, in class Me too. and the wow. teacher had to explain it I don't it remember what grade I was. I don't think I was alive yet. No, I'm no sure you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Developing as sperm as, uh, as we talked about. That. Yes. <laughs> you know what? What's crazy is I was uh, it's my second year at the fire department, uh, almost third year at the fire department, and uh, I was actually taking half a day off. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. It was the craziest thing. Crazy, right? Uh, Sean Newey Castro was working my first. I uh, was working till like one o'clock in the afternoon because I was in uh, an, uh, a uh, building construction class at Valencia. And for the fire department, mm -hmm. and the guy goes, "Hey, I, something just hit the World Trade Center, and we put it on." And the doc, and the guy that uh, Bill Dober was his name. He's a firefighter at uh, Reedy Creek, so he was teaching our class, and he's talking about like building construction and the expansion of, you know, the the metal under heat and all that stuff. At mm. and we watched the second plane hit, and then at that moment in time, I was uh, me and Jerry Keith. Who's uh retired as a chief? He was a lieutenant then. He is in my. He's sitting next to me, and like all of a sudden, he goes, "We got to go back to work." And uh, we went back, and it's the one day in the whole city or everything in the city of Orlando shut down that yeah. day. Yeah. Everybody uh, was yeah. uh, had to leave. Uh, and if I don't know if you remember, Channel Nine used to be on South Street. Oh yeah. So uh, the Channel Nine, they got uh, they had them leave except for the people that were like on. The news talking, man. It was one of the. It's it, like that. Uh, the armored trucks going around the city and yeah. stuff. Getting people it, out of city. It's like a real stuff. red dawn moment. Isn't oh yeah, it? Like, everything seriously. was done, man. And uh, my clinicals did not end early. Nah. <laughs> well, but you well, know. Well, you know, not for you. <laughs> I just say it's the world didn't stop for you. <laughs> so what? So so what's insane is is that uh you know obviously my son was still cooking at that moment in time so. Uh, my ex was still pregnant with him, and she was oh, working. still cooking. Yeah, yeah. So he was. Uh, she's stuck at the hospital. She was working at the hospital then, and, and it's a full like turnaround moment for me because this is the thing that happened this week. So this week, uh, so my son was getting set to get deployed. I won't say where they were going going to go, but apparently that changed this week. Like he got a call. They're basically like, "Hey, we we leave in the next twenty four hours." Oh my god! Undisclosed. Uh, location, you know, and so you had to pack up all the stuff and, um, you know, leave from where they were leaving from. That's scary. I know, man. I was bawling my eyes out. That's scary. Oh. Especially on the eve of, well, you yeah. know, going into 9-11 yeah. and, and, you know, everybody's, you know, those feelings are just high and heightened and you just man, don't know I what's going bawling. on. Man, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm almost crying right now. Like, uh, the dude, he's just bawling my eyes out because he's, you know, hey, dad, I gotta go. Just gotta make sure you know, I got an international plan and all this stuff. You know, maybe yeah. I'll be able to talk to you, maybe not. And yeah. Well, I go, where are you said, going? Do you have the WhatsApp? Yeah, that's what he we said. We can communicate through that. Yeah. Wow. So then, like, the next day, I go, you haven't left yet? He goes, oh, no, we're leaving today. So today, they just departed. Wow. But uh, he and was. And you don't know where. 
You don't know where. I don't no. know where. But it's just so good that he can communicate with you yeah. now. You know, back in the day when you had to write a letter. Yeah. You know, yeah. now you have that yeah. immediate. So at least you have that communication leading up to knowing. Yeah. yeah. When he's yeah. leaving, you know, and kind of the whereabouts, even though you probably don't. You and, know, and, and like. You, and you know, it's it's crazy because then he, you know, when I when he called yesterday, I go, "Hey man, so you haven't left yet?" He goes, "Oh no, Dad, I haven't left you." You know, I was thinking that. You know, he talks because he's an idiot. So, you know, uh, how old is he? He's 19. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, dad, this thing, I don't think it's gonna be that bad. It's just like be like gone for like three months on vacation, really. Well, I just gotta carry a gun. That's a good outlook. You know? a, yeah. I mean, hey, yeah, that's a positive way to look at it. Yeah, full on stupid. You know, one thing I remember yeah. about that day though is that for me at least, when the first plane hit. We all, this is going to sound stupid now, but we all kind of wondered, was it an accident if you didn't see of the plane? Yeah. Of course maybe we thought it was, it was an accident. You know, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That is really stupid, Dan. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> but, but, the, but the moment the second plane hit, it was like that was you the know. moment we all yeah. wondered Absolutely. what is going on. We're you, under you, attack. You were ready. Red Dawn. Like yeah. it, it came back in. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Red yeah, Dawn. Yeah, Red Dawn. Swayze, yeah, right? Great yeah, movie. Yeah. Yes. But, but seriously, that is like. For me, Wolverines. that was like, okay, where am I going? What, like, what's you had like these action steps yeah. of, of who you're getting with, who's doing who, this, who are the people not, that are going to protect me? And remember, and the, that's what you thought. The yeah. other when the other plane hit the Pentagon or you know or whatever, it, then it's just everyone started wondering what else is going to be hit. Like we didn't yeah. know when it was going to end. You know, you know, I, uh, I actually had family uh, living in Chicago at the time, and the second the uh, the second uh, plane hit the uh, the World Trade Center. They immediately started uh, evacuating the the Willis or the Sears Tower yeah. in Chicago and like a lot of the high rises in course. Uh, yeah. uh, in the downtown area because they were afraid and no one knew what was going on. Right. right. And it was funny how you were saying like you know the the means of communication uh, that that day for some odd reason. I, like I said, I was in high school and I brought my boombox that day. So in every class, every period that we were going to, we all just kept watching the news. And then I had the radio on because the teacher wasn't putting the, the uh, thing loud enough. And so you can listen to the news, yeah. Exactly. So at, at this point, you know, we're not listening to any music. It's just the news. And at lunchtime, like, I had never seen a, uh, a collective of teenagers around a, uh, a boombox as quiet as a cricket. I mean, you, you could have heard, listen to you could have heard a cricket yeah. uh, uh, cut cheese at that point. And we, uh, I remember because at, at that time, Patrick Air Force Base was still fully active. Yeah. So we saw at one point we saw jets fly over. Yeah. This was in Kissimmee, and we saw jets fly over us, and we're like, "Oh shit! This holy crap! This might be World War Three. So, so a few things that that yeah. you know that that we, we, we to get a Jason story because again his stories is gonna give you goosebumps. Um, on the nine twelve was the day I was supposed to ride along with a uh, Bay flight. I was supposed to go do a, a, a ride along. At the helicopter, and uh, they obviously got canceled, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and I didn't uh, I didn't go. This is why the first my first day at work was the first time I ever rode in a helicopter. Oh first day I ever been oh, on a wow. helicopter. Yeah, so, <laughs> <That's> exciting. <laughs> so I never did a ride along or anything, but when I showed up to work my first day at uh, Bay Flight, the building next to us was still cordoned off and all taped off. And like I was like, man, what's what happened in the building next door? And he goes, That's the flight school where these guys went to. Oh my god. They were wow. in Sarasota. So we oh our my. our stuff used to be we were parked right next to where the uh the, the guys went to that flight school. So it was crazy wow. before that. 
But uh, Jason, you know, uh, before you get into your story, if you're there, is he there? So, there yeah. I'm here. Hey, you know, tell people, man, about what you do and, and stuff like that, because, um, you know, I, I love the story, man, as far as like how Jason has gotten to be the success story that he is today, because it's truly one of those stories where you have nothing like you, you can be down to bare bottom, bare bones and then make just has made himself, you know, so it's an awesome story. Go ahead, buddy. Well, thanks for having me, Carlos. And, no, no and worries, I, man. I appreciate uh, being here. Um, so about 9-11, I, I've never really, I never really talk about it too much. Um, but I started my career in New York. I worked for New York City EMS. I started in 2000. Um, I went to EMT school in 99. I graduated. Back then, you could go to EMT school at 17, but you can't take your boards till you're 18. So I went to EMT school at 17, became an EMT at 18, got hired with a company called Metropolitan. And then Metropolitan was contracted by New York City EMS. And then that's how I started my career. Um, then I moved to Florida in 2005. I went to fire school here. Um, and then uh, I got hired with Health Central EMS. Then I went to medic school and Carlos was my medic instructor. Uh, Man, let me, hey, Jason, yeah. you brought that up. So I'm about to tell people about this. So Jason's class comes in and uh how many people did you have in, in your class station when you started it was like 22 23 hey we get this class of like 22 people started jason's class and uh he graduated with how many people jason four four people oh. man i was it was a bad time in my life not really <laughs> uh jason, <laughs> jason's one of the few and, and you know it's different now and Jason runs his own school. So he knows what I'm talking about, but these guys, those four that graduated school earned, earned their paramedic. Like they earned it. I, I didn't give them, I didn't give them shit. And, uh, you know, and Jason's brother owned the school. So like he didn't have the opportunity to even fucking fart wrong in class before he got thrown out. Oh yeah. And, and that, that dude, like I told people, I said, there's many classes that I've been through that I've taught and stuff where, that class, they earned it. Like they, it was a rough class, and that was uh, they passed. They're they're, they're paramedics for real. <laughs> yeah. So wow. go ahead, Jason. Sorry, baby. Yeah. So um, I started my career in New York. I worked for New York City EMS from 2000 to 2005 when I came to Florida. Um, and then you know that whole venture started would open up you know the other school and um, you know that didn't work out. So since that didn't work out, um, I was working for Central EMS at the time. Um, then I got hired with Royal Metro. I did that for a little while, became an EMS captain. Then they shipped me to Sumter County, and I was out there as an EMS captain for a while. And then I decided to open up my own school in 2012, 2011, 2012. And uh, at the time, my wife was pregnant with my first son. And um, I remember going home, and I told my wife, who wasn't working, and I told her I quit my job. And she looked at me like I was crazy. She was like, what do you mean you quit? We're having a baby. And I said, I just, I feel compelled to open up my own school and I'm going to quit. And I did. I quit. I opened up my own school. Um, and the rest is history. The school took off. And right now we're the largest private school in Central Florida for teaching EMTs, paramedics, and nursing. And the top pass rate in the, in the state. Wow. We've had the highest pass rate for nine consecutive years. Pass, highest pass rate in the state. If you guys don't know wow. this, this is a... Uh, this is a big deal in the state of Florida. Yeah, we're this, not in this world, so well, but it sounds so, very impressive. So not only is he like in the top pass rate in the state of Florida, and you I had to look some of these numbers up before they having Jason on. 
every everybody else is like in the 60 and correct me if I'm wrong there, Jason, like 54, 40 percentile, like of pass rates. Like, wow. you know, Jason's in like the 90, uh, 95th percentile. So 95% of the people in it are going to are, are scoring higher than most schools. Wow. I guess is the best way to explain it. So his his students score not only pass but score higher than anybody else. So they, they, you know they pass, but they also test. comprehend it. They absolutely know it. Well, yes. it was a it was a hard battle in the beginning. You know, fire chiefs. You got to to get fire chiefs to feel comfortable with dealing with a private entity when they've been dealing with a college for so long is a hard battle, right? So you got to prove that you're stable. You got to prove your wealth. You got to prove that you're here for the long haul. So. Um, I've been very fortunate and blessed that, you know, the building we in, I started, when I started the school, we were in 6,000 square feet. Um, and now I purchased the building we're in and we're in 20,000 square feet and we own the building. Wow. Um, so that's pretty so cool. yeah, it's been a huge blessing. And, and now we conduct training for the largest to the smallest department in central Florida. So it's so been Jason, Oh, I'm sorry. So how do you earn the trust of those fire chiefs? Like what are you doing to, um, just kind of present it to them and let them know that, hey, you want your guy, you want students that are graduating from my school. The numbers don't lie. Yeah, That's numbers true. don't lie, man. And then, and I, if I didn't see this with my own eyes, Angie, I saw a fire chief come into a paramedic class and, uh, and, and this fire chief goes, hey, I need two people to send to fire school. They're about to be paramedics. Which two are you going to send? And uh, Jason goes, well, those are my top two over there. And uh, and that guy told those guys they had jobs, and he the, he paid for their fire school, and they're uh, Kissimmee firefighters today. Oh, that is wow. That's a true impressive. story. That's, That's a true awesome. story. That's like the the quality of people that come out of there. And you know, when we started the company, Jason, we didn't have a home. We didn't have a place to do anything. So like the me and Jason shared a desk at his school and at his office and. Um, and that's how we have gone to be able to be the rescue company that we are today because of first response training group. And, uh, every time I, I meet people, I always tell them, I say, you know, this was born at a first response training group. Cause that's where we were at when we, uh, were able to, you know, be, you know, the company that we are today. Very cool. Well, know, I mean, so. I mean, I owe, I owe Lowe's too, you know, I mean, I always saw it. He's, he's who made me the medic I am today. So, you know, and I, I take a lot of that and, you know, I use that in the classroom to teach and a lot of his methods and how he did things with our class. And that's kind of helped us be become successful. The other thing is flexibility, right? As a college, for a college to do a class or put on a class or for a college to do anything, they have to go through a lot of red tape, right? They got a board of directors, a board of commissioners. They got to talk to the deans. Where with us, we have a lot more flexibility as a private school. So a fire chief could call me tomorrow and say, hey, I need 30 guys to go to medical school and they need to start tomorrow and graduate in six months. And I'll tell them, all right, chief, make sure they're here tomorrow. And I'll have them done in six months. Cut to so, the red tape, yeah. yeah well, you know, Dan and Angie, he, you know, but he is accredited as a uh, degree-grant institution. He's accredited as a private college. Yeah. So you can get a degree when you come through there, too. You can get a nursing degree when you come through there. You can get a paramedic degree when you come through there. And that's like, so yeah, he's a private school, a private entity, but he has to go through the same thing that every college, everybody sure. has to go through yeah. accreditation wise. And so, the irony in that is that I have a ninth grade education, right? Yep. So I, um, we, we were just talking about that though, that, you know, like with our kids, it's like, 
that doesn't matter. If you no. have the drive to get to where you want to be, mm-hmm. that, you know, that college degree is, you know, goes so far. It's, yeah, almost, I mean, like, it's almost like trade school would be yeah. more valuable than yeah. regular school. I mean, it's important. It's important. And, and don't get me wrong. I think a degree is super important to have. And, and I think that everybody should pursue um, their degrees. I, I'm an advocate for it. However, um, when I got into the field, degrees wasn't as prevalent as it is in today's right so back when i started it was becoming an emt and a paramedic to us was a way out right so it was yeah. a way out of us being able to get a job and support our families um and we weren't presented with the opportunities to, to go to your a1 colleges so um when I got to Florida, I realized like New York City is different. You know, New York, you want to become an EMT or a paramedic. You know, you go to the fire department and they send you to their training. Um, and then when I got to Florida, there was no private schools doing that. So um, that's that's what stemmed the private school. Right. And then to get the trust of the fire chiefs and, you know, that comes with longevity. Right. Our first five years, we had to prove ourselves. And, and I understood yeah. that. Absolutely. So once we, we proved our worth and, you know, the smaller departments came first, you know, and then the larger departments came and and then we just kept growing from there. And it's not me. A lot of people think, hey, what did you do? And, and truly, it's not me. It's people like Carlos who support me. It's the community. It's my instructors. It's my admin staff. It's my mom who works here full time. Oh, yeah. You know? mom works there. So, so wow. it's 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 the people that I've surrounded myself with that have allowed me to become successful. And then it's the fire chiefs and the people in the community that believe in what I do and how I do it. And they, you know, openly support me. So, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, though. Jason starts when Jason quits his job and he starts the school, his mom, Jason, sister, brother-in-law, their kids, Jason's pregnant wife, all live in an apartment. Wow. All live in one apartment. One, one apartment. apartment. Wow. And one house, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, you talking about like sacrifice. You, you've yeah. got to make it. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to make it. And, you know, it's awesome, man. It's a, it's a success story. And it's, again, first response training group. You know, We started uh, first response with $23,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. You walk into that school now. It's like I steal stuff every time I go in there. <laughs> uh, you know, take things everywhere. I mean, it's beautiful. A beautiful place, you know, in there. So, but Jason, a 9-11 hit, man. What were you doing that day? Um, so when 9-11, I was 18 or about to be 19. Um, and I was a rookie working for New York city EMS. I probably had roughly close to a year on the job. My tour started at zero seven thirty, Um, and we would go get coffee every morning, right? You go to the bodega, you get some coffee, you get a bacon you know, and cheese sandwich, um, <laughs> and you get ready to work. Right. So our first call we got dispatched to was a chest pain patient at a nursing home. And, um, we got there. I mean, we after we checked out the truck, got breakfast, and got to our first call. We, it was probably close to eight o'clock. You know, were you, were um, you a BLS unit? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so that's funny though. Like basic life support stuff. Thank, in thank New, you, thank you. In I was New York, ask for that. in New York, and <laughs> versus advanced life support is so. There's more basic life support units than there are advanced life support units, but. Okay. Uh, an EMT in New York can work a code like a cardiac arrest or somebody dead. This is about as good as any paramedic can anywhere else. Yeah, New York City is so, a BLS state. Well, for the yeah. most part, meaning that there's more BLS than there is ALS. 
So BLS units get dispatched to the traumas, to the shootings, the stabbing, all the good calls, you know? Yeah. All so the there's no time for BS in, uh, right. in New York for that. Yes, right. absolutely. Yeah. The medics <laughs> get dispatched to the, you know, headaches and the toe pain. And, you know, so, you know, back in New York, it was like, ah, why you want to be a medic, you know? Yeah. So we got dispatched to that chest pain call at a nursing home, and it was in the Bronx. And uh, I never forget, man. And we get the patient, we get him on the stretcher. Um, and then the first plane had just hit. And the radios are going crazy. You know, um, everybody's going nuts. You hear the radio, the traffic. The dispatcher at the time was a good friend of the family. So now, paint the picture for you. My entire family, I'm the youngest in EMS out of my entire family. Um, everybody is older. They got into it before me. So I was the baby involved in EMS. Now, this dispatcher is part of my family. So the dispatcher is part of my family, my uncles, my cousins, my brother. Everybody's working. So we're all on duty that day. And your, your, your pops was an NYPD. Was yeah, he working he was, that day, too? He was an NYPD detective. No, yeah. he had just retired. He retired. He just retired, retired. yeah. yeah. So uh, we, you know, the, the radio's going crazy. And the, the first call that came out was, a, a first it was a helicopter hit the World Trade Center. Dude. Then it was a private Cessna plane. Hit the oh, World yeah, Trade Center. exactly. Uh, we didn't know what hit the World Trade Center, right? So we didn't think it was an attack. We just thought, you know, somebody was flying a plane and lost control and hit the building, right? So when it came over as a helicopter or a Cessna, that's kind of like a fly hitting a windshield, right? It's Yeah, ain't making that much fire. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to make that much damage. But, you know, everybody wanted to go. Yeah. So I called I this guy this, right? on the phone. I call him on the phone and I'm like, hey, his name is Figgy. I was like, hey, Figgy, you need to send me. So I was like, I got to go. Like, if, yeah. if the world's falling apart, I need to be there. And so he's you're, like, you're no. sitting in the Bronx. If you, it, Bronx is a pretty a close borough to Manhattan. So yeah. Like, yeah. We're like 20 minutes out, top. 20 minutes away, yeah. So lights and sirens. So, um, you know, mind you, I got this chest pain patient on my stretcher already. Um, and I'm calling him because I didn't want to go transporting. Because I knew if I wasn't transporting, it's I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't gonna get to 9-11, right? Yeah, I'm fucking transporting and I'll be in the hospital for 30 minutes. By the time I get there, it's over. Yeah. So I got the patient in the hallway and he's like, Hey man, I need to go to the hospital. I'm like, just wait a minute, we're trying to figure something yeah. out. So <laughs> um, so Figgy's like, No, man, we're not sending you. He was like, You're the youngest, your mother would kill me if I sent you over there. So uh, I was like, Fig, man, either you send me or I'm going. So you figure it out. Then we start taking the patient to the back of the rescue. At the time, we called them buses. Um, so we're taking the patient to the back of the bus, and um, he calls me on the radio. And he's like, I can't justify leaving you in the Bronx. You have to go. All units are being sent. So he was like, did you load up the patient yet? I was like, no, he's still in the hospital bed. So, um, I mean, the, the nursing home bed. So I was, <laughs> he was like, all right, well, start heading to World Trade Center. So I took that guy, put him back in the hospital bed. And I was like, hey, he's going to come pick you up in a little while. So, so Jason, my, my apologies for interrupting. I just want to ask you one quick question. Like, mm -hmm. the uh, the term, you know, all units responding, like, what, what went through your head at that point when they say when they said that term, like, all units have, have to go? You know, it's funny you ask that, right? So, yesterday or the day before I started watching, some, everybody was hitting me up about watching the Netflix 9-11 um, documentary. Well, and, uh, the, two, the two French brothers thing, or... No, it's on Netflix, some special, a turning point, I think it's called. Yeah, um, I watched that. Yeah, it just came out. So, yeah, I started watching it, and I had to stop because 
while I was I was 18, right? I didn't have the emotions I have today, right? So I didn't have the brain capacity that I have today. Um, 18, you just you think you're Superman, you know, and you don't process things the way you process them now. So watching Turning Point, it made me realize what was going on around me while I was at 9-11, if that makes sense, right? So I'm at 9-11, but I'm focused on what my job is. I'm not worried or thinking about all these other people around me that are being affected, you know? Um, so when they said all units, I mean, that's a normal Bronx thing. All units, you're going over here. All units, there's a shooting over there. So, you know, when they said all units, it was just like, all right, we're going, right? Um, we put the patient back in. Dispatch sends another oncoming unit. There was a unit coming in service, and it was an ALS unit. So they were sending the ALS unit to get my patient, and they were sending me down to the World Trade Center. Um, and I'd never been there. Um, if you're born and raised in the boroughs, you know, people think it's like being born and raised in Florida. How many times do you really go to Disney? You know, so um, I'd never been to the World Trade Center. So um, we get dispatched and we're flying down. Um, we're flying down the east side, the FDR Expressway. Um, we get off the Third Avenue Bridge. We cross over the Third Avenue Bridge and there's deadlock traffic. So we can't get by. It's just deadlock traffic. I mean, we're blaring the siren. Nobody's moving, and it's just deadlock. So now I'm stressed out because I want to. I want to hurry up and get there. And now we're sitting in traffic. I wasn't driving. I was teching that day, and um, I hear a loud fire truck coming. I mean, this guy was blaring, and I look in the rearview mirror. And he's coming full speed. A big fire truck, man, and he's coming full speed ahead. And I tell my partner, I was like, man, he's not going to stop. And he's like, he has to stop. We're all in traffic. I was like, he's not going to stop. And sure as hell, he never stopped. He plowed right through all those cars. So wow. he's hitting cars and they're like flying in different directions, you know? So he stops at the intersection and he waves us behind him. So we pull up behind the fire truck and he escorted us all the way down. So we were told when we got there, we were told we, everybody was parking in front of the World Trade Center, which 2020 hindsight. If we had to transport anybody, you ain't transporting you ain't anybody. Going, you ain't leaving there. Right, because yeah. all of New York City is parked in front of the World Trade Center. So uh, we parked right in front, and um, I never saw my ambulance again. Just to stop you there, so, yeah. so my uh, my you know my uncles are in the fire department. My uh, my brother my brother Michael, at that time my cousin Jimmy, and uh, when uh, if you were to look at the 1993 World Trade Center um hit then um, and you look at how the units are parked and then you go look at how the units were parked on 9 11 is identical like they just they were so used to going there yeah they would park in the same like spot am i right, am I a little, am I right about that jason yeah, yeah i mean if i had to move yeah. my ambulance i probably had to tw- tell 100 fire trucks to move yeah so wow. everybody just piled okay. up in front um, so we get there, you know, and I'm like a kid. I'm a kid. I'm 18, you know, and there's so much radio traffic going on that you can't ask nobody for anything. Right. It's just it was just chaotic. Right. So we get there. Um, we get attached to a triage team and they tell us to start setting a triage inside one of the buildings. Um, and at that point, the second plane had just hit. So when the second plane hit, it changed the dynamic of what everybody was doing. Because at that point, it was no longer an accident. We knew that yeah. 
you know, we're under attack, you know. Yeah. Um, and that changed everybody's environment, everybody's mindset. That changed how everybody was moving. Um, so we're setting up triage, and, and in my mind, I'm just like, why would we set up triage inside the building, you know? Uh, but that's what they told us to do, so that's what we did. Um, and then it kept changing. Every every minute, we were getting told to do something different because it was constantly changing, right? It, it was it was something that was being evaluated on a consistent basis, and consistently, I believe they were making the right decisions to to move us where we needed to move in order to render care and, and be safe. Um, they they told us if you hear three bells to run because that means the building was going to come down. Um, at one point, we were told not to go outside because there was people jumping, and those people were landing on firefighters, um, yeah. and they were killing them. Right, so they were told us not to go outside. If you go outside, you know you got to put your. We had to put our our hands on our partner's shoulders, and we had to walk looking up, and our partner had to walk looking straight, and that way, if something was falling, we could move our partner out the way. Ain't that some uh, shit? You ever heard wow. something like this? Yeah. I'll tell you, man. What's so impressive to me is that you described how chaotic it was, but yet there was this organization that mm-hmm. was changing as circumstances changed. Well, you, so that's you, very impressive. You know, yeah. one thing that one thing that definitely to this day, I wasn't a firefighter. I was I was I was working a mess. But it was like the never-ending line of firefighters running in and up. They were going straight in and upstairs, straight. I mean, it was nonstop. These guys and girls were going yeah. in and up, in and up, in and up. And and they didn't have a, a, a fear. They didn't have a thought. They didn't have a glimpse. They just they knew that this is what had to happen, and that's what they were going to do, you know? You ever um you ever seen that French the French guys uh, uh documentary on 9 11? I haven't. So there's these two it's uh, it's on it's on uh, on um Amazon and it's these two two French uh filmmakers and they were actually making a documentary on a brand new firefighter. I they have were seen that. Yeah. They were riding with rescue three. Yeah, uh it was uh uh engine seven ladder one. On that yeah. day. On se- that day? They were yeah. Oh, so wow. that one brother is uh is is at the trade center with the battalion chief. Now, when you look at the command center, so let me tell you, it's like a family business over there. When you look at the command center, that every chief that's at the command center had a brother going up as a you know climbing up into the tower. And that's some crazy thing. So every single chief that was there that day, you know. Oh. Go ahead, Jason. So yeah, I have I have a blo- a brother. A blood yeah. brother, that we have the same mother, same father, um, yep. and he's ten years older than me. So he started EMS before me. So he's there too. Uh, I have an uncle who's my mother's brother. He's there too. I have a cousin who's married to her husband. He's there too. Um, so my whole family was there. We, we all work EMS. Everybody was there. Um, so you know we're doing whatever we could do. You know whatever we could do to help, we're we're trying to get it done. Um, but a lot of a lot of it was being done by the firefighters, right? They're going in, they're going up. Our job was set up triage, triage patients, try to get people out. Um, you know, do whatever you can to get to the people that are there that are hurt, treat them, get them out. That was our objective. Um, at one point, you hear the radio traffic coming over that the big the command that was on the west side highway, which is they're miles away from us. They're saying that they see the building swaying. So we can't see that, right? If you look up at the building, you can't see it moving, right? Um, so they're saying it's swaying back and forth, that they think it's going to come down. 
So they start trying to pull as many units out as possible. So um, we start running, you know, and sure enough, the first building came down. Um, so we start running. The first building comes down. And when that building came down, you would think it was a snowstorm in New York City. Um, yeah, it, I was, it, I, was uh, I was just about to ask you, like, what, what was the sound and like what was the picture that you saw when uh, when the building came down? So we everybody went running. Uh, and it, it's crazy because that day was the clearest day in New York City. Like there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Oh, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. You later. Um, so the building came down and it was just like this big dark cloud that just covered New York City. Um, and it looked like a snowstorm. It looked just like it was just like a snowstorm. It was quiet. Um, it, it 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 was crazy to describe because if you look at a snowstorm in New York City, it quiets the city. And it covers the city, the city in this white smoke, um, and you see people with, you know, snow all over themselves, and that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like it was the largest snowstorm in New York City, and um, everybody had this frantic look on their face, um, and everybody was terrified. The, the two largest buildings in New York City, one of them just collapsed, um, and you couldn't see anything. We were disoriented, and and it's crazy because I, you fast forward now, I have a boat. Um, and, um, I was out on my boat in the Keys one day and I was at Alligator Reef and a storm came and the storm came out of nowhere. It was like a beautiful day, man. And out of nowhere, the storm just showed up. And at the minute the storm came and the, the rain came and the cloud came, I got disoriented. I didn't know where I was at. And if I didn't have GPS, I wouldn't know how to have gotten out of there. And well, that you day, well, you, is you and Lou? Yeah. And that day reminded <laughs> me of 9-11 because... Yeah. You, the, the cloud covered so much that you was you knew where you were before, but now you don't know where you're at. You're disoriented. So I didn't know where we were in, in New York City, right? So um, it was it was tough. And then after the buildings came down, um, we lost radio traffic. So we had no radio. It was silent. It was just, it was crazy because it went from the noisiest thing you've ever experienced to, to the, the most quietest thing you've ever seen in your life. Um, yeah, Jason, that the tower that's set on top of the World Trade Center, that's like the main repeater for most of the city. Yeah, so, so the radios, um, the radios, yeah. and everything you use went use dead. that tower, so everything oh, went dead. I did a thing. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. So we we that's lost not radio. Something they bring out, like I don't know if a lot of people know that information. Oh, so this is the one thing, Jason, uh, that I wanted to make sure. Like, so we w were at the fire department watching the tower collapse right on our on our air packs we have this we have the uh the breathe the the air tank that we use to breathe um has this thing called a pass device on it which basically means if you stop moving some you know you pass out as a firefighter something hits you you stop moving this thing starts beeping that was the loudest makes, sound I've yeah ever and it, yeah and it makes us beep 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 uh, what's that? And they do the wiggle to make it turn on. Miguel Delgado says, "Got the goat in there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Wait, what is that? So other people can find you. So, so another, if, yeah. So somebody can find you if you're right. if you're in there on uh, in your uh, incapacitated. Yeah. So, um, so like Jason describes that the most quiet thing you've ever heard your whole entire life, and then all of a sudden, like in unison, you're listening to all the beeps, all those beeps, three hundred and some odd. 
43 beats, which is the amount of firefighters that died that day. Oh my so God. you imagine that in unison beeping like, like that, just going out. So we're at the fire department hearing this and we go, those are all those past devices. Cause they start with, this is a unique sound. It's a chirp, 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 chirp. Yeah. And then they go, dee, 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 dee. and it's the loudest sound you ever heard when you have a whole shitload of them, people just not moving with those air tanks on, you know? And if you hear it and you know that's what it is, you know, you know, it's you know exactly what it is, yeah. And even if you're used to hearing it, hearing that many at the same time, can you imagine? Yeah, I definitely, I wasn't a firefighter at the time, right? So that sound was very unique. Um, and and what it meant was to, to the other firefighters was that their brothers and sisters need help, right? So yeah. uh, they, they took that, you know, to heart, you know? So um, we get sent back down. We were back in the mix of the World Trade Center. We didn't know what it was at the time. We're in a building, and we had no idea what this building is. Now, back then, the newest thing out at that time was Nextel. Yeah. So <laughs> Nextel was the like the the fad at that moment. Everybody so, had Nextel. So for the millennials listening, so we used to have this like a uh, uh, cell phone, and you could do a walkie-talkie on it. <laughs> I miss those things. Those things yeah. are awesome. Yeah, yeah I miss were. them every day. So those things, Did everybody those... else hear your conversations? Did you no, let no, them just like no, speak out no. loud? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody had a yeah. speaker. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the fun. That was part of the fun. Right. So they would just go beep, beep, and then just yeah. start talking. <laughs> yeah. So the funny part was was that those were new. That was new. The new thing out. So their repeater or their antenna was upstate somewhere. So they weren't affected. So Nextels were the only thing working at the time. Oh, shit, they worked. Wow, like and, a um, back network. Right. So, the, and the crazy part was when Nextels came out, um, you buy a Nextel, you get like 10 lines free. So your whole family's on this stupid thing. Um, so I remember my mom, she's hitting my Nextel. So it's bleep, bleep. And then she's like, where you at? Bleep, bleep, where you at? And I answer her, I was like, mom, I'm fine. I'm, I'm down here. And she's like, where's your brother? And I was like, I haven't seen him. I, I, don't, I haven't seen him yet. Where's your uncle? I haven't seen him yet either. So she's like, all right, well, keep me informed. And like every 30 seconds, she was like, bleep, bleep, where's your brother? And I'm like, mom, I'm, I'm trying to work down here. I can't keep picking up this phone every time you bleep it. So finally, I got her to calm down a little bit. So my partner and I, we now mind you, it's dark, right? It's pitch black. There's little fires going on. You hear the sound of the, the past devices going off. Um, and you look around and it looked like a war zone. It looked like an atomic bomb had just went off and you're now in the middle of it. And if, it was like a movie. Like you're here, you're by yourself. It's pitch black, it's dark. I have no equipment. I have no bag, no oxygen tank. My ambulance is destroyed somewhere. So we have nothing, right? It's just your hands and that's it, right? So we're walking around trying to find people and we're finding a lot of, of body parts, you know, a lot of torsos and legs and arms. And we're just trying to find as many people as we can to try to help anybody. Um, and we didn't find a lot in the in the beginning. So um, hey, my Jason. mom... Yeah. Jason, the best part of the whole thing is, is like Jason's brother's name is Felix. Everybody knows this, you know, and uh, and the whole time your mom uh, is trying just talking to you, asking you like every you got to get there, like every 15, 10 minutes. She's asking about Felix, you know, the whole time. Yeah, if you so talk to my mom, like to hear her side, she says yeah. the whole time that we were down there, she was on her knees praying. 
Um, yeah. So, you know, mind you, her two sons, she only got two sons and her two sons are at 9-11, you know, um, and she's watching it on the news, but your two kids are there, you know, so I can only imagine what she was going through, you know, kind of like what Carlos is going through now with baby Carlos, you know? Yeah, man. So- it's funny. Oh, <laughs> hey, Jason. Uh, so Jason's wife, the first daycare that I ever take my son to is uh, your wife works the daycare. Like Carlos is a baby. Like he's just a, like uh, not even a year old. And, uh, you know, now that asshole's being sent out somewhere to protect the country. No. You know, my if breather. If there's anybody to protect that country, you definitely want that crazy kid doing it. <laughs> you can't kill him. Yeah. I've tried. <laughs> you know, you can't kill that kid. I've tried for sure. <laughs> you know, it, the best thing is, Jason, so when do you actually run into Felix? So I find his unit first. So I get, we finally get to the, the side. I, I find his unit. And uh, my boy, Greg Brady, who's now a chief of FDNY, he, um, he was, I, I, I found him. And I was like, hey, Greg, you know, where's, where's my brother? And he just looked at me with that face like the last time I saw him was before the buildings came down. So, and I was like, all right, where were he's at? He was like, he was inside. And so at that moment, I'm like, man, this can't be good, you know? And sure as sure as, as sure can be, bleep, bleep, at that moment. Yeah. Did you find your brother? Yes. I didn't know know what to say. I wasn't going to tell her that. Right. So I just needed her to leave me alone for a little while. So I was like, yeah, I found him. He's fine. I saw him. And he said he's going to call you in a little while. And she was like, okay, great. And yeah, I regret it now saying that, but uh, I just needed her to stop. Right. Every 15 minutes, this lady's hitting me up. And then what he just told me, I didn't want to tell her, you know, so I kind of panicked and was like, he's fine. I just saw him. Um, so she left me alone, but when I hung up that phone, I knew at that moment I gotta, you, I gotta find, you find that motherfucker. Wow. So, um, you know, but it's, it's not, you, you can't just have one mission to go find him. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening in between us trying to find each other. You know? Um, so, you know, the day goes on and the night, the night goes on. I have another brother, adopted brother who worked for FDNY. I found him and I was like, Hey man, you know, um, where's John? We call my brother John. He was like, uh, I haven't seen him. You know, I haven't seen him. So I was like, all right, you know, we keep going about our business, trying to do whatever we can to help. And I, I ran into him in a building called One Liberty Plaza, um, which I, we thought was part of the World Trade Center, but we found out now it was One Liberty Plaza. Um, and it was pitch black dark. There's no power. There's no light. We didn't have flashlights. We didn't have phones with lights. You know, you had this little green light from your next tail. Um, but you really didn't have phones with lights. So I find them. And the minute I found them, I was like, hey, man, you need to call mom. Because I told her I found you like two hours ago. <laughs> and um, he spoke to mom. And, you know, he's like, mom, I'm all right. You know, I hugged him. He hugged me. We were, you know, emotional for a moment. Like, you know, I'm glad you're all right. I'm glad you're all right. Um, yeah. And then the mission continued, right? It was the rest of the mission we were there for 72 consecutive hours um, from the minute we got there to the first time we were able to leave. Um, and we just kept on. And, and the job was finding as many people as you can. They set up a morgue. Um, and it, it was chaos. It was, it, it was just the worst thing that you could possibly imagine 
to be a part of, but then the best thing that you were a part of, if that makes any sense, you know? It totally does. And, you know, uh, it's interesting because that there's this iconic picture of these guys. Uh, there's it. always a picture of, like, the guys raising the flag on the World Trade Center thing. But this is one picture of the guys sitting on the pile, like, uh, they, they, they took, like, you know. It's like, it what, came out it? in this book. Yeah, there it and is right there. It's called the September 11th Photo Project. Um, yeah, if you could put, bring that picture up, Jason, because this picture, it, it actually ends up being a comic book. They actually did a comic book on 9-11. And, oh, wow. and uh and uh it ends up using this picture and i, I want there's a particular thing i want you to look at this picture right because it's pretty cool so there's the picture right there is jason and uh felix is right next to you somewhere He's like up. that's yeah. me and, uh, yeah. him. and there he is right there you know like so that's the two brothers right there and uh, i think you're they did a good job not bringing out the eye thing i wasn't really you know? blind then yeah <laughs> you know so hey, the guy that Jason runs into, not feeling the dude that poked your eye out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The other brother, the doctor yeah. brother. Yeah, so it's a basketball accident. We, we tell people all kinds of different stories out. I was going to change say, it every what's time. What's the real story? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard. No, it's a hor- the real story is horrible, so we <laughs> yeah. have to change that up. So yeah. um, you know, it, it's interesting, Jason, because. Like you, you live through something like that, and uh, and and then I I do think that all the people that 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 there's nine of the people that died on nine eleven, right? There's the people that died that day, and then there's the people that have died because of nine eleven, which is a lot of people don't understand yeah. that people that have gotten sick, they call it uh, was it a trade center sickness, Jason? Or yeah, more people died after nine eleven than at nine eleven. No. Secondary to 9-11. Yeah. So, so lung it, issues, lung cancer, well, it, all sorts. And of. it's something to bring attention to because the reality is that the people that died because of being sick from all that dust and all the stuff from that, um, there was a limitation on the amount of medical coverage they would yeah. get. Yeah. John Stewart went to bat yeah. for that. Group. Yeah. 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 They, they limited it to a certain mm-hmm. amount of time or money that was spent. So there's people that died poor. For responding to nine yeah. eleven, yeah. oh, John Stewart's people, fight for what, them is what is a lot of people don't know. Is, yeah. yeah, I agree with her. But what a lot of people don't know is, I wasn't a firefighter then, right? I was an EMT working for New York City EMS. I really didn't know about fire too much. New York City at that time was very divided, where EMS and fire and police, you know, we were all very divided, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that brought us together, right, tremendously. But you know, um. I wasn't really interacting with firefighters a lot, right? I was more on EMS and, and fire didn't like us and we didn't like them. It was just the way New York City was at the time. Um, and 9-11 brought us together in, in more ways than one. But I remember we found a firefighter. Um, I mean, and this guy was the you know big, tall Irish guy, man. I never forget. We find him and he had an open tip fib fracture. Uh, he had a big lack on his head. Um, he had a broken arm. His shoulder was dislocated. Um, he was wow. he was just he was just messed up, man. And we find him, and I never forget. We help him up, and we hop him over to the back of what was left of an ambulance because the ambulance was crushed, but the bumper was still there. So we sit him on the bumper, and we're looking through ambulances and stuff to find equipment to help him. Um, and we help him. We we do the best we can. Um, so after helping him. Um, 
you know, we can't get, nobody could get to us, right? The two largest buildings in New York City just collapsed. So we can't get rescues to us. They're not bringing helicopters to us. Um, so there's, there's no way out, right? So, you know, I tell the guy, listen, man, you know, just stay here. We're going to try to find somebody to get you out. And he says, I'm not going to die on the back of this ambulance. I'm going to die. So, uh, so Miguel Delgado in the uh, comments put, God put us in the place, uh, put us in the place uh, there. They, they, her need us. Uh, Carlos, as uh, you, as Jason were. Wow, I'm sorry. Let me see. Oh, hold on. Oh, he did it again. There Miguel, Miguel's uh, first language is Spanish, <laughs> by the way. We call him. God, God place is where he needs you. God places you. you where he needs you. Carlos, you like Jay were in the place he needed you. Couldn't pick two more amazing providers to do his work. I've been working with Miguel for the last 12 years. I can read his, his Spanglish. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Mike, this is probably, you know, uh, I, we, we got to have Miguel on one day because he's a pretty dynamic teacher. And, uh, and you know, the funniest thing with Miguel is that, like, yeah, you got to, like, translate sometimes what he says, but is the most enthusiastic human being you've ever met in your whole entire life when he's teaching, man. It, yeah, it's, uh, it's truly fun to watch him get into, like, doing uh, scenarios and stuff like that. It's, uh, um, you know, sorry about the background notes here. Again, Johnny's filling station. Beautiful over here. <laughs> And, uh, you know, uh, we're but, in like the prime location right here. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the one thing I do cannot remiss without saying is one of the, the greatest Jason quotes ever. Like, and, and no matter like, you know, we've had some shit go bad, like doing stuff and like, and it's like, you know, Jason always say this. He goes, uh, God's plan B is better than your plan A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, every time he says that, so I, I'm like, man, shit's pretty bad right now, but Jason's going to say this. And, you know, it, shit works out, man. Things work out, and it's, and it's uh, for me, it's been, you know, the, the, the two brothers, man, like, has been a blessing for me in the sense of, like, being around them because I've learned a lot, you know, from – I learned how to teach. I'm the person I am today uh, because of Felix. And, but I am the the adult I am in the in the better dad in the better like boss and businessman because of Jason. There's a lot of stuff that Jason taught me. You know, imagine, man, you, you, you think, you know, I think I got this figured out, but you don't have shit figured out. And then you watch this dude say some simple shit and it just changes your life. And, and it's just because he's just that good of a man. And that's that's one of the things that, you know that um you know that it's awesome to have them on and have his support and have the things that we get to because man there's a lot of doors that wouldn't open if it wasn't for jason yeah that's for awesome. sure and well, awesome. vice versa right Luz? i mean it's it's not one it, it, it's not it's, one uh, way yeah. it's crazy man like uh the people you put together you know the other person we got to have on one day jason is lou because Lou will break something while he's here. Lou's tried to kill me multiple times. Yeah, you mean because he's clumsy or because? Oh yeah, Jason doesn't give like we got to have a whole new show, uh, a whole nother show for Jason to tell you how he. <laughs> can, gets- can we uh, have the new board put aside and just yeah. use this old board if he's yeah, gonna be yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, Jason kind of hit on it where he's sitting in the keys and the weather hits and he doesn't know where he's at. Like the story about them getting back to shore is horrible. And like that's a whole episode you gotta have like we're Lou on there because Lou is anytime Jason's almost died, Lou is involved in it. <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle in the comments is like Jason is a hell of a guy, and Rob 
Rob Paul is uh, that that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime it, Jason's almost died is because of Lou. Lou, <laughs> Lou shot himself a few times, oh, you know, accidentally. <laughs> you know, it's the funniest shit in the whole entire world, man. Hey, Jason, man, I appreciate you having you on, brother. No, man, I appreciate being here. I mean, and and again, it's first response training group, man. Like, uh, tell people how to find you, Jason. Um, so first response training group is frtg.edu. Um, we offer EMT, we offer paramedic, we do nursing now. Thanks to Carlos, he played an intricate role in helping us build our nursing program and getting it up and running. Jason, um, yeah, you see, you see the little feature on the side of the computer that says private chat. Yeah. Can you type in the address right there, real quick? Yeah, and put it up. Me, and I'll put it up on the on the screen. Put it up there, and, and you know, uh, Jay, the the uh, I ain't do shit for the nursing school. By the way, I was just there a few times and read some papers. And uh, uh, there's there's another another dude that's amazing, Craig Craig Rob Craiger, which is a military veteran, uh, unbelievable, crazy human being that breaks stuff. And he is a guy that uh, his him his dad. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, we had all these people that put in to making these schools be what they are, man. It's pretty cool. You know, so. I just, I just, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's like Carlos's company, you know. I have a strong faith in God, right? And if you have a strong faith in God, then, you know, you believe that God puts people in your life for a reason, right? So everybody that is a part of my life is, is part of the story, right? And the story is is Rob, it's Carlos, it's me, it's my brother, it's Miguel, it's Kyle, it's you know everybody that that plays a role in in that story, right? So we all have a job, and we all here for a reason. And I just believe that my reason was to have this school. And you know, when I put people out, or I put EMTs or paramedics out, I always look at them as I'm putting them out to help fill that dent of what we lost at 9/11, right? Um, and, and you're never going to stop fulfilling that hole. So that's the mission and that's the goal. And, and uh, Carlos does the goal. Carlos does the mission, you know, and it's, I don't look at Carlos's competition and I don't look at Renta's competition. I look at all our companies as God's plan to be able to make a difference in our community. Right. So what, uh, what you're saying right there reminds me of, uh, one of my favorite quote, uh, one of my favorite Bible verses, uh, second Timothy four, seven, I fought a good fight and I finished my course and I've kept the faith. So basically, like what you guys are doing, I mean, you, you guys are fighting a good fight. And, you know, God bless you all for, for what you do, because the efforts that you, you Carlos, Renta put in each and every day in teaching uh, new recruits, new um, new people that are going out onto the field, like they're having the skills that are going to extend or save someone's life. So honestly, yeah, if you like, want to you know, laugh, put us all in the same classroom. Yeah. You know what's crazy is, is that you ever heard, you ever seen the Brown 96 so the, the, the Cleveland Browns in 1996 was the last year that they were a team before they came back. So those Cleveland Browns moved to Baltimore and become the Baltimore Rays. I'm an IT guy. We're not allowed to watch sports. Yeah, so anyways, <laughs> but you do know what the name Bill Belichick is, right? Co- coach of the Patriots. Oh, we from know the, that because wait, of the show yeah. we just from, watched. From Kevin I don't, can I don't go know who Bill Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we know so, from a show. So Bill Belichick is the coach of the 96 uh, 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 Cleveland Browns. Yep. Every person that worked under him is won championships, has gone to like uh, uh, um, Nick Saban, who is the coach of Alabama, uh, of Alabama, who's won every fucking national championship the last five years. 
in, in college football, you know, uh, and just, you know, it's all this greatness came out of there. It's like he's charmed. Yeah. yeah. Well, the original school, when you look at that original school, everybody that runs a program in the state right now that like uh, that, that uh, owns their own school, owns their own company, Tony Renta, you know, we all came from that one little, the first school. We all taught there at one point in time. Wow. And you're talking about the guy that, like, runs EMS for, you know, uh, Disney World. That dude came from that school. Wow. Like, all of us, they, everybody, it's just this collection of misfit toys that now runs the, the industry. You know, it's insane, man. That's it's, pretty cool. You know. I did, I did want to say something, though. I just wanted to, um, from, like, a random citizen watching on TV that day, this very scary thing happening. I wanted to like really say thank you to Jason and his family because your whole family was involved in that day, it seems like. And all, you know, your brothers in, you know, EMS, the firefighters, for just being so selfless on that day and taking action. Like there, you know, the stories you hear, there was no holding back. Like it was just help. And it didn't matter what the situation was. They didn't know what they were going into, but you guys just really you know, took action. And I just really, from the bottom of my heart, want to say thank you for that. No, and I, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I greatly appreciate it. And I would do it all over again, you know, um, but I appreciate that. And, and it does, it does mean a lot, you know, but you have that sense of guilt, you know, because you lost so many people down there. Yeah. You know? But you notice Angie, like he, that that's the thing with uh, people that do this job. He wasn't like not trying to go. He's, I was going to say, he's dumping. Like, how can I get there? Yeah, he's yeah say, selflessness. Yeah, that's that's the wiring of, uh, yeah. of all you guys. Of just, I have to get there. That's I, I can't just, miss I, it. I was so impressed by that too, and I agree with Angie. I I I want to say thank you, and we really do appreciate you. I mean, I appreciate it, but make no mistake, I have my limits, right? So, yeah. you know, like I never forget a call. I, I used to work across from Carlos. Carlos was at uh, Rescue Seven, Rescue Ten. And I was the transporting unit for Rescue 10. <laughs> and uh, I had just got to Florida. So, you know, when you come from New York City, you're terrified of alligators, right? Because there's no alligators in New York City, right? <laughs> and, uh, oh, this is going to be good. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the call comes out, and it's a, a vehicle uh, that uh, reared off the highway and ended up in a retention pond. So I get there first, and I see the headlights sticking out the car, right? So I was like, oh, man, the, the, the car is in the retention pond. And, um, and I was like, great, but um, I'm not going in there, right? <laughs> you know, so I'm at the edge where the, the – and it's, yeah. it's black. It's like 2 in the morning. And I'm at the line of the water and the grass. And I see the car. It's in the water. And I know there's somebody in it. But I'll go to 9-11 all over again. You're not putting me in the water with this. <laughs> so – Carlos shows up in his rescue and he looks at me and he's like, well, what you waiting for? I was like, I'm waiting for you because I'm not going in there. <laughs> so he takes his pants off, right? Literally just drops his drawers in, in the middle of Conroy and I-4. And uh, I'm looking at this dude like, man, what are you doing? You know, it's hard to swim with your pants on. Yeah. And he's got tidy whities on. So I'm like, why is he wearing tidy whities <laughs> So, um, and he dove right in, literally dove right in the water, pitch black wow. water. And he had a little uh, fanny pack with him, you know, like uh, around his shoulder. So I'm like, man, I hope that fanny pack is like scuba gear or something, you know. <laughs> um, he dives in the water. By, even his partner didn't go. His partner was like, I'm not going in there. 
So he dives in, and sure, I swear I'm a kid, I'm not exaggerating at all. He pulled the lady right out of the car um, and brought her back to land to us. And then I said, all right, I'll handle it from here, but I'm not going in that water. You know? Wow. <laughs> so, wow. you know, we all have our limits, but, you know. Um, so you Lomas, lived I in do- Florida for a while. Do you still have those limits? Oh, yeah. I'm not getting <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Shit. I'm still a security cat. But I, I, while I'm on your show, Lowe's, before I, I head out, I just want to know that um, I'm very proud of you. Um, I'm very proud of the, your accomplishments. Um, you've always went against the grain, man, and, and you always stick true to who you are and what you believe in. And it's cost you at times, um, but you you never you never steered off the road, you know. Um, and I'm very proud proud of you. I'm grateful that you were able to be my educator when I went to medical school. Um, and everything you've done for me thus far and continue to do for me and do for the community. So while I'm on your show, you know, I believe in giving you your flowers while you're here. Um, and, you know, a lot of people wait for people to die to tell them how great they are. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to be able to tell people how great they are while they're here, you know? So I'm glad to be on your show. Um, and anything I can do in the future, please feel free to let me know. Oh man, listen, the 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 thanks is here, brother, because you know this is uh and, and Jason's one of those people that always will tell me, Hey, that's not right. This is right, you know, this is he doesn't uh and it's just that that honesty, you need that, you need those people in your life. Of course. But it, it, I'm gonna tell you this, and I'll and I'll say this, and I said this to Josh, we were talking last night, you know, this dude. Him and Miguel, that other guy, stuck on the road for hours because their uh, the truck, their truck that they drove up to help me out in a class. Our first like big contract, I didn't go by myself. Jason went with us, and Miguel went with us, and they they broke down on the middle of like the turnpike, and they were there for like six hours waiting for like the tow truck to come get their vehicle. Miguel was driving the ambulance like it was a yep. Corolla. Yep, and blew the motor. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And you know, like Jason didn't charge me for that. Yeah. That's his 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 company's vehicle that he needs for his school got destroyed doing a uh, job for me. And and I'm gonna tell you, I've never forgotten that. Yeah. You know, and, and Jason knows when he calls me, and, and it's like I don't I, and Trish knows Jason calls, he didn't call a lot. When he calls, you know, I'm coming. We need to give uh, Trish your flowers too, though, for dealing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she uh she deals with me quite a bit, <laughs> you know. So so uh, j- just a little backstory right now because of uh limited uh yeah. holes on the uh, splitter. We not everyone here in the uh, in the studio has a headset. So this is actually for Trisha's first time hearing your voice. <laughs> yeah, Jason. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, Trish, I give you kudos for dealing with Carlos. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's uh, definitely one of those things, man. But I'm going to tell you, Jason, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for being on. And it's like, uh, you know, uh, it, it, you know, 9-11 tomorrow for a lot of people is the World Trade Center. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. You know, 9-11-2012 was another time that, you know, us as Americans, we had a big thing happen. And a lot of people don't remember that. Can you remember what happened 9 11 2012, Patricia? Bin Laden? Negative, sir. Anybody else? 
Pulse. Pulse. No. You know, you know, you know. What we miss on that is is the first time that a that a a uh, dip that a diplomatic agent in like seventy years was killed on foreign soil. Oh, so yeah. we lost it. We lost the uh, uh, the uh, the uh, um, about too many uh, PBRs right now. Non official sponsor of the rest of company one. <laughs> the uh, um, the Benghazi situation. We lost all the diplomatic oh, agents yeah. that day. Yep. Yeah. You know, and all that stuff. So you know that that's a big thing that people forget that happened. That's a, not on the uh, it was a, the anniversary of 9/11, yeah. and we lost the uh, God. What is the name of those people? I can't even think about it. What uh, ambassador? ambassador? Ambassador. It's the first time since 1983 that an ambassador has died on foreign soil. Wow. Mm. You know, so a lot of people don't know that. You know, so it's on to know out there for because 9/11 for those people is something different. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, Los, real quick, when you do these Benghazi podcasts, attack. Go, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry, Jason. Hold on one second. Go ahead. Go ahead. When you do these podcasts, are you able to do subtitles for when Miguel gets on? Yes, <laughs> we will have subtitles. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, so, so here, here's the issue <laughs> we, we do have subtitles, but that's only available on the YouTube channel. So, if you were yeah. watching on, on YouTube Live, yeah, you would be able to see. Oh, you're gonna need subtitles for Miguel, but I thought you were Mr. Amazing. Why can't we get them everywhere? Yeah, well, there you go. Wow, Whoa, <laughs> it's because he doesn't have I'm the new board saying. yet. <laughs> hey, uh, well, you know, Los, I appreciate you guys. Yes, I sir. think you all I gotta head out. Um, yeah, buddy. Kids thank, call you, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate you guys. You have a blessed night, guys. Yeah, thank you, buddy. You know, a couple more things before we we leave that that I shot. think is just uh, yeah, we got a shot. You know, here we go. Oh, I still have like Jimmy's story to tell. Oh yeah, we know we got a couple stories we oh, gotta get through. I have quick. a golf cart naked story to tell. Yes, we naked do. Golf, golf cart, cart naked story. golf cart. Yes. and I have a good mouth. And you do <laughs> have a good mouth. I can yes. see it from over here. We gotta talk about that. It is excellent. Phrasing. Oh, we yeah. did the shot. We yeah. Shot. <laughs> That's what you get for not giving me subtitles. <laughs> you know. I some silent, you? <laughs> Dan, Dan well, we got you all on you here. Change the like names this. on that golf cart story to protect you. Yes, I think I should. <laughs> you know what? What happened? What happened earlier this week when we we're talking about? We, we did a lot of talking about Patricio. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we're not going to talk about all of that. Uh, no, we can't bring that up on the air right now to protect no, the innocent. We can't. You know, but uh, so how do you end up naked on a golf cart, Angie? Well, what happened? Okay, was, first of all, I usually end up naked if there's a hot tub because I think it's, when it's ridiculous. No, oh. ridiculous to wear a bathing suit in a hot tub. Which so, is why our friends and family got rid of all their I hot tubs. They all got rid of their hot tubs because of us. <laughs> we actually. You mean to tell me that weekend in Sarasota? Oh. <laughs> You're gonna so, tell them how we met. So okay. that's how me and Dan met, naked in a hot tub. No shit. Yes, that is yeah. literally how we met. He came to the party. I was already naked with a couple other people in the hot tub, and I said, "Why are you wearing clothes?" And started yeah. taking his clothes off, and he's like, "That's that's our okay. relationship <laughs> advice. That's how you find the one." Get I don't know why anybody wears clothes in a hot tub right. it's ridiculous you don't wear it's, it's bad for the filter in the yes sir the that is like very <laughs> strong <laughs> 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 you know that's uh that's a good story yeah. oh. <laughs> so anyway we were at the same people's house i'm trying to not say the name yeah yeah same people's house Allegedly. That, had, that we met in the hot tub <laughs> right that they yes. got rid of the hot tub <laughs> <laughs> no. We were you were like, night. we're going to pretend we there is drinks. a hot tub. 
We decided to go on the golf cart and somebody might have been egging them on. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody might have had a what? Been egging them on. Egging them on and, you know, clothes came off. And then we drove down a main road with our clothes off and we got a lot of honks. So that's good. Good. You know, the police were called. So this is good. That's even better. That's even better. And they, just we had a great story. Contributing yeah. to other people's happiness. Now, do you think people... That's right. We are here to make people happy. Well, you, Absolutely. So, so Dan, yeah. were you thinking on that in the golf cart, too? Or just... I have been, yes, but not that night. Not that night. Yeah. No. This you were not for the girls. in the golf cart? This was, no, we were okay, on so, the golf cart. So, another story. So, <laughs> the night when he was naked on the golf cart with us... <laughs> We're doing it. We're getting the golf cart. That's the name of the episode. We totally need a golf cart. Yeah. Angie fell off the golf cart. Oh, I've done that. Onto the But I wasn't naked. Thank God it was the side of the road in the grass, and I did like a tuck and roll. Listen, I almost died. Can I tell? I will tell my perspective of that story real quick. So there is a. There is. One naked girl driving. Allegedly. No, no, no. I was, no, I was driving. You were driving. A there's, naked there's, girl in between There's a naked us. girl in between us. And then there's Angie, who is turned and you facing naked doing... me driving. Yes. I was naked. Yes. Well, all of us were. Of course I was and naked. We should all so be we're driving. Let's and do it now. Angie yeah. is... Well, and, I mean... Not here, yeah, Johnny's, but we can go naked <laughs> afterwards. Absolutely. So Angie is facing me, and we're talking, and it's pitch black. We're out in the woods, and I'm talking, and I look over, and she's gone. Okay. Now, what I claim... Say, say what's on the better. Okay. What had happened? What was, had happened was, was the girl in the middle, the naked girl in the middle, pushed uh-huh. me out of the fucking oh. cart. Oh, okay. Did you beat man. her ass after now, that? She doesn't think she did. She knows she did. I can't she say. I'm talking to her. You're naked in the golf cart. I was looking at the road. You're there for safety. <laughs> of course yes. you were. You know you're, why. You're an observer. That's it. She knows. Yeah, you're the safety <laughs> monitor. That's exactly yeah. right. Apparently not a good one. So my perspective was Dan's naked ass running down the road at me. I was like, oh, he's going to save me. Oh, man. See, that's yeah. so romantic. It's, man, it tell is you what, so romantic. Look, it's way more romantic. Like, I already, I've always told him the way that you, I know it's ended with us is if he puts, like, rose petals on the bed. Oh, yeah. And then it's over. No. I What's know that? that, like, because I don't like it. Yeah, it's not your thing, huh? It's not my thing. Man. No. It's no. too schmoopy. Too schmoopy. You want to tell him about my golf cart accident? Man, or, or I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Naked. This. No, there's no. I was naked. not naked. This golf cart. Sir. This this golf cart cost. But me I did almost die. Yes. Oh, oh. that's a real accident. So read the title. <laughs> so what, what happened was. So what happened was allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. We, you know, this is a golf course we're no longer invited to go back to. Oh, by the way, but it's a golf. It's a golf <laughs> oh, <this laughs> fire department is... golf tournament where oh, you know. God. We, as the rescue company, won. We sponsored a hole. Sponsored a <laughs> hole. Whose <laughs> hole? I and, sponsored oh, plenty I of holes. I was going to say that. that. I, have put, I have put several holes through college. You know what I mean? Yeah. I put a couple holes through college. Oh, there. The single mother fund. Yeah. So Trish and, and Josh are in a golf cart. And they decided to play chicken with another golf cart. I did not decide. I was not driving. Oh. I was the passenger. So at the hole that we sponsored. <laughs> it's like Jackass 4. <laughs> it was. The, the hole that we sponsored, we're giving away shots. So we end yep. up Everybody. Keeping, everybody. Oh yeah, we end up everybody. like everybody in the golf tournament is there just doing fucking shots. And then we start a chicken tournament with golf carts. <laughs> and, uh, Sounds fun. It's, yeah. It was not. Trish I lost. Would, oh, no, I, I did totally lose. be in on that. So what happened? So anyway, Josh, and, Josh is driving this golf cart. Josh doesn't lose. 
Josh doesn't lose at chicken. Josh does not lose at chicken ever, ever, and, ever. And uh, this time they lost, though, because he deviated and, and goes guy. down a fucking embankment, embankment. And Josh jumped off. Trish, she stayed in the golf cart, <laughs> which struck a tree. Were you oh, like, my God. Did you have, like, did you start bracing? Like, were you, like, bracing? No, you were just like, no, I'm I, just going to go with I, that. I was also <laughs> drinking those shots. Yeah. So it was a very mellow ride until oh, the man. tree. She looked like You she... were all loosey goosey, so you probably didn't even get really hurt, did you? Did oh you no, get she hurt? got fucked up. What I happened? did get fucked up. It looked like she was in a trailer park uh fight. Oh. Like it was uh but like, I had this Darlene. Heat. It looked like I choked uh, the fuck. Why'd you say it like that? I had that <laughs> kind of abrasion across my neck. Like probably if I had not been drinking, I probably would have died. Lost oh. an lost oh. an Apple Watch. Yeah. I lost an apple watch. That's because you were drinking. You were like all just Probably like, the only reason I'm alive right now. Yeah. Lost an apple watch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the worst thing. And you know it's funny as shit. You know it's the worst thing to me. I'm dying over that. <laughs> yeah, just lost an apple watch. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, this was bad. And then me and Josh get in the worst oh, it was bad. fight we've ever gotten into as best friends. You know, we're practically a married couple. They are. And, uh, and, and like, we were there last night. Worst fight <laughs> me and him I've ever gone into. <laughs> it was fucking funny as shit because it was like it was a bad breakup that day. Any- like an actual fight or just a oh, yeah. hard no, fight? Oh, no, fight. no. It was yeah, an actual oh, fight. Oh, yeah, man. It's, uh, it's like they shit. threw tables and everything. Oh, other, God. Yeah. Wow. Those are the best fights when the table gets thrown. <laughs> is yeah. It, is any of it on film? No, no, I wish, man. Don't you I wish, wish some of the stuff it. that we did when we were younger, the things that no. we no. No. no, I do because I'd be a millionaire. No. Like, seriously? Oh, oh, I would have some good I, I, I would be in jail. No, I'd be a freaking millionaire from the funny shit. Well, like, like TikTok, you see TikTok, my skin, TikTok, have you like, seen my skin color? You know. Well, <laughs> I'm white as can be, buddy, so I wouldn't be anywhere. <laughs> so, you know. Okay, so, be rich. Yeah. yeah, just be rich. And you know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. These Irish blue eyes, like seriously, green eyes. Uh, we grew up in a small town seriously, where I, I, I got pulled over 15 times in my childhood and they'd go, Danny, your dad would kick your ass, pour your beer out, and make yeah. you go home. Yeah. It's like Mayberry. Yeah, seriously. It's a wonderful city of a popcorn. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wasn't going to say any names. Allegedly. 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 I, I didn't grow up in a popcorn. Hey, times oh, have changed. The yeah. popcas. Yeah, it's more of a metropolitan now yeah. than it is anything. Else. Yeah, we're definitely allegedly. We're, we're getting there with some some. Can you blur my name. face out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't say yeah. his name. Like, you know, none of that. The, the funniest shit is 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 that uh, me and Patricia get pulled over like that. You get beat with something. Oh no 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 no! What? So so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. What happened was <laughs> I got pulled over. When we went to uh, uh, what's that place called Savannah this over the weekend? Oh no shit! Yeah, so I got pulled over because we were playing I Spy with my little eye. Oh yeah! And I got just completely. I got completely what? Which little eye? Oh, <laughs> your whispering uh, eye. Hello. Good one. Ten points, Gryffindor. But uh, no, we were we were playing I Spy in the car, and I kind of lost focus. And the thing is, when I'm on the highway, I like to go fast, and I like to stay on the uh, the fast lane. But the thing is, like, there were a couple cars in the way, so I'm kind of swerving back and forth. And next thing you know, uh, uh, I know uh, McIntosh County Sheriff's Officer pulls up behind me and starts, uh, you know, uh, swinging the lights. And I'm like, oh, they're probably trying to get through. And then I go to another lane, and they follow me. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I'm getting pulled over. So so we pull over to the side. And in the car, they're like, oh, crap. Freaking, you know, the cops going to come in here. They're going to start talking shit. I'm like, shut the fuck up. 
All right. Yes. I'm brown. You're white. This is, <laughs> and we're in Georgia right now. So allow yeah, me, let me, let me turn I mean, on. At least you were with white people. Yeah, so exactly. That's a, you well, know. well, that's the problem because I, there's a white person in the car and then the brown guy's driving. What if they, the you white stole person? stole the car. I stole the car. And kidnapped the person. Yeah. But, <laughs> I was too brown for the car that I had rented. Okay. So the second the, the officer pulls up, uh, I, I rented a uh, sport, uh, Nissan Sport Rogue. Oh, Rogue yeah. Sport or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. And, and the officer pull, uh, comes up and immediately, good afternoon, officer. What seems to be the problem? You know, I, I go into, you know, my, attor- my attorney DJ mode. Voice, I'm, like, yeah. I'm doing the podcast voice. And the second I give the – I already have my license registration. I mean, the, uh, the the paperwork from the rental car. I'm like, officer, this is a rental car. I am a, a, a resident of Florida. Here's my information. And here's a copy of my insurance card if you need it. I, I know what to do when it comes to a cop pulling up. The second the cop pulls away, a uh, passenger was like, I would have told that cop to shut the fuck. What? Uh-huh. No! What? No! no! I would not do that. Especially not in Georgia. Yeah, and then, like, because, because I was getting all, a ticket. that's just fucking disrespectful. Right. Like, yes, it is. I mean, like that, that. If you were, at, you know, if you, you were know doing you got... something wrong, right. you, know, you were doing something wrong. I knew I was wrong. I knew yeah. I was wrong because I, I was going over, I was 17 miles over the speed limit. Yeah, yeah so... you ain't get away with that. Yeah. No. So... You she was gracious enough. She's like, I gave you the lowest fine that I could for what you were doing, but you were going pretty fast. I'm like, right. She was cool about it. Yeah, she was yeah. cool about it because I was cool with her. Respectful. If yeah. passenger would have been in, you know, been at the wheel, holy crap, you know, I might have been in the back of that cruiser. Oh yeah, yeah. you would have. Wow. You, you, you would have fucked up. And yeah, and then like even even yeah. when we were wait, I'm waiting for a ticket because I know what the officer's doing. Passenger was like, oh my god, I can't believe she's taking so long. I'm like. Shut no. the fuck up! Like, oh my god! Yeah. Hey, oh, I'm so in Dan situations. and I watch those, you know, like TikTok videos or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And a lot of the times we're watching because we want the person who's giving the cop a hard time to get their ass kicked. Like yeah. we're like, uh, yeah. woo, women getting dragged out. But I'm, but like, it, woo. But I'm right down the middle though because yeah, sometimes the cops are. are wrong, really wrong, and sometimes yeah, 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 they're absolutely. not. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes we saw not. a video earlier today. There's about, a bad apples everywhere, man. Yeah, but more. sometimes There's people a cop just like that was getting shot at. And oh, like just yeah. in Cocoa uh, Brevard, or Brevard County, Brevard, Brevard County yeah, or something up. like that, like this dude hops out of the back seat and just, just starts shooting at the cops. Oh. Yeah, I used to tell my boys, look, if you, you know, you, you are like Southern mode. You know what I mean? When, yeah. uh, when, when you're in trouble, it's like yes sir, no sir. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Right? Look, you go and you approach a cop. I hope you get your ass kicked. Like yeah. it's because it's like if you approach me at home, and I have like friends and family down. that are yeah. in, in the, that are in the police force. So I, you know, I, yeah. I get it. Sometimes it's like they just somebody oh, the yeah. kids just like yeah. to mess with them. And you know what they they say? Their famous saying is, "You play silly games, you win silly prizes." Yeah. yeah. This whole well, and what statute is you know, that? Uh, what? It, what, what a, shut your mouth! Don't ask questions you don't know the answer <laughs> That's to. Yeah. Exactly. Well, sadly, if this was if I were to, were to get pulled over in Orange Rossville County, I know the statutes. I know I've, I've talked my way out of it. Yeah, I've talked my way out of three DUIs. I've yeah. talked my wow. way out of speeding tickets. I've talked my way out of everything because I actually know but, what the fuck I'm talking but about. To but, your, but go ahead. I was going to say to your point though, those videos where the the cop is just being jerky. And it's we, we saw the one where he's an attorney. Yeah. And it's like yeah. as soon as they start realizing, you know, when, when they say stop recording me, you're not allowed to record me. You know that's bullshit. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. But they go away. But, so yeah. there's like I said, I'm right down the middle. I just want to see what's you gotta right. Be, you got to be yeah. gracious. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's the thing. And you know, 
what day is it all the time when somebody shut the fuck up Friday? Shut the fuck up Fridays. That's a rescue company one rule. Yeah, what does that mean? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You mean, you mean like day. when you get pulled over? Or? No, I'm not always good at it. Shut any the day. fuck up. They anytime, don't need to be Friday. Anytime that you There's feel Jamie. That, Every yeah, day Jamie. is shut the fuck up Friday. Oh, hold on, though. I want to hear what that means. So anytime you think your opinion serves any bearing on the situation, it doesn't. It's time to shut the fuck yeah. up. That's a very good point because your yeah. opinion doesn't matter. Don't mean shit. Right. Don't mean shit. And just shut, it's time to shut the fuck up. But you know, uh, that was instituted by our, our head of human resources, Mr. Robbie Tester. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up Friday. Shut the I fuck love up it. Fridays. I love it. And uh, you know, it works. Yeah. It fucking works. You know, my life has been better since Shut the Fuck Fridays have been instituted. And, uh, and honestly, I kind of want to start instituting that in my life. Jeez. Oh, man. You, you know, like, I, there was a lot of times I'd be at work and I'd be like, you know, I should interject on this thing. And then no. I go, no, it's shut the fuck up Fridays. Fuck I feel like Fridays. you do interject. I, I interject when it's witty and funny. You know what doesn't need to shut the fuck up? Her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, true. Because by guess the way, what? Let's talk about she it. has a great mouth. Thank she you, Andy. Thank you. Mouth. Mouth. So I have that? a great mouth. Ooh, it's great. Uh, yeah. it great. So, so now it's it's Amanda's turn <laughs> yeah. to tell us what happened was. <laughs> what happened was. I just want to start this by I did follow the Shut the Fuck Up Friday yes. because Good it's going to be bad. Yes, it's yeah. absolutely. So, so allegedly, allegedly, yes, it's mm-hmm. dismissal at the alleged <laughs> school. school. <laughs> you work at. And there's a lot of kids that don't listen, and they yeah. call their names. So I have a very projecting voice. If you I wanted project. to be, I spend a lot of time being a cheerleader. <laughs> My voice will go all the I way like, down that I front like of the school. Now, are you still cheerleader sometimes? <laughs> Trish is. <laughs> I was today. <laughs> Trish has a just just the skirt. So that's that all you wanted. That counts. Oh, man. <laughs> that's all you need. It is. It really is. Go ahead. So we have this newer person who may or may not be of a different cultural background <laughs> and has some t- trouble speaking to people sometimes. And what I'm assuming he was trying to say was that I had a good voice for oh. what I was doing. Oh. But it came out, you have a good mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, you are, you and I good, was like, you have a good mouth. No. And I just shut the fuck up hey. Friday and turned around and walked yeah. away. Yeah. Because you're you. like, yeah, bitch, I do. Oh. That's hey. what I know. you thought when you shut your mouth. You know, if some people would say that to you, I would be like that. But then there are some people Not where you're person. just like, oh. that was cringy. Yes. That was cringy. Like, oh, Plus, we're man. in front of a bunch of students. All the students know what you're saying, first yes. of all. It don't matter how old they are. They knew. They you, you knew. Know. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> so this was like one of the kids' fathers, right? No, that's a, no, he worked at Oh, so you're gonna yeah. have to see him again at some point. Oh, yeah. every day. Yeah. You should start putting like literary lipstick on. Oh, and stuff. oh like, yeah. Just, like some really I've got your Trish has some. I don't need to encourage it. Glittery. Yeah. I think a gold grill. I totally do it all the time. Like everything. Yes, you should. You totally should. Every time you see him. Oh my gosh. You should do that on the camera again. <laughs> Patricia, uh, where's the slow mo re- replay? <laughs> it's been my subtitles. You know, I've already isolated the clip and it's about to go on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he gets the best faces of me. Oh, I, okay. I, <laughs> 
I'm not even going to ask how. Good night, everybody. Oh, man. You know, it's funny as shit, this show. Like, we just talked about a heartbreaking 9-11 show, and now we're talking about people's good mouths. Yeah. Her mouth has a very particular well, set mean, of skills. Well, I mean, mouths are amazing. I mean, it's yeah. pretty big. Uh, okay. Oh, look at that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can put in that later. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's a long time. Can you touch your nose? I, I've heard of a ping pong ball trick. <laughs> I don't think I can. Look at that. What? Wow. Okay. That Jason. What is it? Stick out your tongue and touch your nose. Yeah, can you, can you do it? that little flower thing? Can you? No. Can Have you seen this nose, man? Oh, yeah. That thing. That's you a, can lay back and tell the time. That's refined. Hey, that is a good thing right there. Oh, yeah. We're not going to. No, that's a. That we thing, like that nose. That thing high, high fives the flag man as much as you need to. It is. It's not. That's why I married it. Yeah. Hey. Everybody, hey, that, that, that's where the band of the bull puts sinker. Yeah, yeah. Church <laughs> marry me because I can breathe through my ears. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't need to breathe. <laughs> no, oh my breathe. god! Hey, you know, you know, but, you, but you're right. But it's interesting how we go from such a serious topic. Oh, man, to, but you have to, right? But that's thing. how. Okay, thing. so yeah. it's like us when we're at home and we watch like a very serious <laughs> like a movie or something, it's a documentary a that's very serious. We have to watch a comedy right after. To go to bed, yeah. You yeah. have to get into a different state of mind after you talk about something or see something serious. Yeah. You yeah. have to do Absolutely. something. I'm still talking. Oh, yeah. Anytime I watch uh, Shawshank Redemption, I got to watch Letterkenny afterwards. Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> How many Great times movie. can you watch that? Really? I can watch that movie. Over and over again? As, oh, come I on. I can watch that movie, oh, man. Dude, the Stephen see. King, man. Anything from Stephen no, King. No, I'm more of a funny girl, so I like funny comedies. Like, Letterkenny is a funny? You know, uh, who is it? Letterkenny? I don't know what that is. Well, I don't it's know what that is. Canadian comedy. I don't know that one. We struggle to find funny stuff. It's like Kevin can go F himself as a really funny show. Have you seen that one? Yes. Yeah. You, you, uh, you ever seen people look at? I don't know. You're missing. Wow. They're gonna be sorry. Did you didn't. see that? What happened? I missed it. But <laughs> I know you missed it. I can't did believe it it's been an hour and thirty-four like, minutes, what? but did we have a three-minute warning. Or something? It, like, yep, no, but yep. did you see what she was doing with her mouth? You are right. Oh what my goodness. What's a three-minute warning for? Well, Trish gets put in the penalty box just about every show we have for shenanigans. Oh, is that the three minutes? Yes. Oh, you're now sanctioned for the I, microphone. Listen, What's the penalty box? Drinking, I want one. We were minding our own business over here. Apparently, and you were having your own. On the microphone. So <laughs> I was, like, we can go back. Rules. I was drinking it was with the roll on tongue. the camera. We well, went. I'll have the court reporter read it back to me. But till then, <laughs> three minutes. Do it. <laughs> What's the penalty box? Oh, I don't interesting. know. It's, just, oh, uh, it's imaginary. It's usually. He thinks she'll be quiet. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> work. Look, the penalty box sounds very fun to me. Oh, I mean, I'm just oh, saying. No, I mean, it is. A, it is fun later. Allegedly, I get, I get it back. I get punished. <laughs> no, that that's that's for real. Punishment box, back. whatever you want to call it. Like, I take it hey. out of my ass later on. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. And it looks like a flower. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would just like to know that me and Jason have had some in-depth talks. Yeah. And he never says anything about man that's tongue. So he's holding out. Huh. Allegedly. I mean, yeah. maybe we should talk about your tongue. <laughs> maybe you should tell the story. You I know, can drink through a straw. That's we all were, I was showing her. You know, this, you this, knew this. Her, her, her tongue is like a like you, a Hoover vacuum. There's yeah. a straw in it. I can't do and that, but I can flip mine completely upside down. Well, that is crazy. Oh, you can too. There you go. No, you're not oh. talented here in this group. She's. Oh my god. Uh, I, I have a middle finger. I can't compete. <laughs> I can't compete with Gene Simmons over here. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you that can't tongue. roll it. 
No, I can't. She can flower it. What's a flower? Wait, what? Oh, you can flower it? Yeah. No, no fingers. No fingers. I can tie a cherry stem with my tongue. I can do that too. Oh, she can flower. I want. I want to race you. We're gonna have it. When when Amanda when uh when uh her name's Jamie. I'm Amanda. When Jamie gets back here, we're gonna ask for cherries. And we're gonna, we're gonna ask her for cherries. We're gonna, we're gonna ask I her think, for cherries. I think somebody got hers already. Just, <laughs> but just be careful. How you ask well, I don't know yeah. if I can tie that one. <laughs> Allegedly, I'm gonna try. Cherry stem? You can't do that. Jamie's cherry. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's there anymore. I think somebody tied that one already. <laughs> Does anybody have a cherry left nowadays? Really? Yeah. Not, not exactly. most people ride horses before they get yeah exactly <laughs> oh boy i haven't ridden a horse since i was like four years old i have <laughs> you your cherry then <laughs> that was dumb. oh man <laughs> yeah you know, it explains a lot no i was supposed to go horseback riding a few weeks ago but uh apparently horses have a weight limit and really uh, yeah it depends on the size of the horse well i thought it i, was, I thought they were big riding horses. earlier today Oh, okay, speaking speaking of horses. Damn, Dan. Okay. Um, no. So there is. Oh, no. 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 She was no. quick on that. No. <laughs> no. no. There is. This, what is it? Is it on Netflix? There's this show I don't know where called. You're going with this. The de- the uh, seven deadly sins. I think oh, yeah. it's Netflix. Oh, Did you yes. see the one about the um? You know the the devices that they make shaped after animals and stuff. Yes. No, Why did no. I not watch this? I didn't even know that. Was a thing. Yeah. It was so interesting. I'm like, we watched what? at the fire station allegedly. I was about to say I did not watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a company that makes, you know. Yeah. They same. make all sorts of things. You know, like not I don't people are female. fucking. They're gross. not just for females. They're, oh, they're for for part of pleasure apparatuses. Yes. I don't know what I could say I like on the those. show. Yeah, but, yeah, but not but shaped now, by they, an but animal. But they're like uh, all yeah, sorts of not. animal shapes, like That's horses, weird. elephant trunks, yes. oh. um, uh, different types said. of dogs. You know, like, I remember this. Boats, and I thought, you like, know, all like, sorts go of deep stuff. I'm like, what the hell? Look, you, oh, he's going deep. She how said can, no. How can you be surprised by this? You guys are like working in the oh, ER no, no, when people not, come with like a manage jar in their ass. Oh, listen, like, I've never had somebody come in with an animal shaped apparatus in a body orifice. The best. I have had lots of other. So, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's just as bad. Isn't Call them it? Saturday night specials. <laughs> Barbie doll heads. Oh my! Cigar holders. Yes. Wow. I read like, an article about a guy that had a pin in his junk. Vibrators that are still on. Oh, we oh, we seen this dude. Well, what? Trish met this guy. That's a bumpy I ride to the, the hospital. Guy. Oh. The, guy that, the, guy that, the guy that likes <laughs> to have things being stuck oh, down his thing. Yeah. I mean, I've met a lot of those. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. By the way, yeah. in the business. I mean, I thought we were weird, but uh, I guess we're Apparently, not. they call it sounding for people. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, right, right. yeah. what yeah, sounding? Yeah. The dude that did my foot tattoo did that. Yeah, people that like to put stuff down oh, their I junk. Can finish my okay. It's called sounding. I thought it was called yeah. a catheter. Well, no, it's just not necessarily <laughs> catheters that they like to be put down there. Yeah, they like metal rods, etc. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole like. No, no, I've seen that. I've seen that. I saw that at Secrets. I'm sure you did. Yeah. No judgment. Yeah. I just, for me, yeah, I I'm think... not a finger. I'm judging. Not a finger. What, what, what are you? What are you? What? How bored are you? Maybe like the tip of a tongue. Like, yeah, that's you know. Okay. Well, well, no, like, there are certain know. nerve endings in there that will or get, get stimulated. Like, yeah. Wrap your tongue around it. Yeah, but how do you? that? I guess you just. Well, you know. Some people bar? find out. Yeah. I, I just don't know. Like yeah. you know, like the first person that licked a frog and got high off of it. Or That's true. Yeah. You know who thinks about that type of shit? 
Like, yeah, I, 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 I have we talk no, about that just with food. Like, drugs are who bad. looked at a crab and said, I think I'm going to crack this That thing and looks and delicious. It. Yeah, native. Nobody <laughs> thought that. Crabs are delicious. I, they are yeah. delicious. No, I the first person that did it was like, you're not going to fucking believe this. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> See what so we're going to have to go you know it's funny as shit we just did a presentation that we have like all these non-disclosure agreements that we can't talk about but we could talk about when we did the presentation was great because uh, i'm doing the presentation and the people are like uh man that who would think about doing such a thing and like i go you know that at some point some dude was in front of a crowd going i came up with this shit and you just type in a name and then it brings up all these suggestions and it's like we're gonna we're gonna call it Google. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I remember. We no were, way. We, we, we watch this is hey. this is not a compliment to myself, but we yeah. watch Big Bang Theory. It's like her yeah. bedtime show sometimes. Oh, yeah. And every since we, we started watching show. it, she calls me Sheldon. Every since we started watching <laughs> oh, yeah. it, for so many He's reasons. Totally Sheldon. Oh yeah. But would they? Oh my God. Hey, you didn't yeah, even hey, realize you know, it, I'll did take you? it as a compliment. He's, yes, sir. He, he's a smart guy. But I remember when there were dozens of browsers that we all you probably don't Mi- remember Mr. that. Mr. Jeeves. Remember Mr. that? Oh, Mr. Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. Mama.com. I remember Which one? Firefox is still kind Mama. of Mama.com. Mama. I don't like, remember If that. you go to Mama.com, you're getting a whole different kind um, of thing yeah, if you're going yeah, there right yeah. now. You yeah. Are. Oh, yeah. Oh, what was the name? was a bunch of them. Lycos. Of course, I can't come up with it now, but it was like. When everyone had like south AOL, remember the AOL disc yeah. that you had yeah. limited time on. Yeah. Yeah, he, he knows yeah. a lot. And if you're watching, if you were pulling up questionable stuff on the internet, it came in like one line at a time. Yeah. So you didn't know if it was going to be like a picture of a girl <laughs> or like a tree. <laughs> you're like, oh, black cock. Yeah. Like, oh, I got one of those today. It. You know. Yeah. Part of the rescue company wants you, and this is the this is the shit that you, you would you would know the this. The difference is you got it immediately. You would know this. That's yeah, true. I did. Like like uh, every time it was you so know. Offensive. Let's say you have a baby and it comes out on the group text. Like, oh, for sure. The, for the company, you know, congratulations. How do we do that? We send out a black cock. You know what I mean? That's how like our aloha. Sure. Hello. How you doing? I feel like I'm really missing out on all the black cocks that are going around. You well, are. you got to be on the group text. Yeah. So and then like. And so I, need like, to, you know, I, like, I guess I need to add her to the group text. And you, then you fuck up, you get a black dick. You know what I mean? We just send we just send these out all I the mean, time randomly. So it's like, I you know, like hello, how are you? Bye. You know, it's our everything. So, but <laughs> the reason Father's for Day. that is, is that like you're never more than like three clicks away on a search from getting a black dick. It's like it's like the Kevin Bacon <laughs> game. It's yes, like sir. A, it's like six Kevin degrees game. of which is my favorite game yeah. in the whole entire world. I am great at it. Oh, I'm terrible at I it. I am fucking great at it. Really? I see you. That's because you, you must remember so, actors' names in every movie. We got yeah. Mike today. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. a black dick or a six degrees? <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. See, Mike is a rule breaker. Clearly, Mike is he a rule breaker. The rule. This, is, no? this is the yeah. other one I got today. <laughs> okay, that's more what I picture yes. than the other yes. one. Yes. Not the yes. other. Yes. So I've seen a few, so <laughs> I've. It's a, a Johnny's patron comes by and somebody's flashing like a black hot picture. Yeah. So. so the second picture is definitely more. Wait, whoa, 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 but, you whoa, know, did it come up on the screen? No. Oh, did it? I'm no. asking you. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Wait a minute, is the camera on her? Yeah. Uh, then yeah. So. Oh man. Oh man, Patricio's going to jail. We're getting are thrown we, off of YouTube. Well, are we in pull, some, pull something else up on your screen and do it again. We'll see if it comes up. No, I don't think it did. I think she flushed. She oh. was above it. 
be careful. Be careful what comes. Yes. Up. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. do something. I'm gonna she's still scrolling. She's, she's, she's gonna still do scrolling. something in it. She, she's she's innocent. Picture. She's 22 pictures in. Show your home screen. Oh, it totally nah, came up on the I don't see it. Like for a second. It's like the side of the... Yeah. Like for a cast again? No, my, my ex one time when we were doing a Facebook Live, like a split she was second. adjusting her, uh, her shirt and she had shown her bra. And immediately we got flagged by Facebook. Yeah, they, they get you. They wow. Get you. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, Facebook. I did not mean to do it's that again. Algorithm. I would like to... says no cockpits. <laughs> we were showing that for medical reasons. <laughs> what did Jason say? Yes, no cockpits. That was a medical, yeah. yeah you were showing up medical yeah. reasons. Yes, yes, absolutely. Exactly what that and, was. And uh, but, however, for just uh, the Facebook people out there, that you're, is you're going to get the two penis minutes. That will still take a foley. Two minutes. But I have had one that won't. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you about this. I was witness to that. that was yeah, this? Jason, right there is no cocks, please. No so cocks, fix. We, no no we have to put catheters in people sometimes yeah. to, to get yeah. their urine out. Sure. You know what I mean? And like those, sometimes they don't fit. They're 12 inches long, these these tubes that we put in the Are people. they? Yeah, it's 12 inches. We measured this. And uh, when, you, when you have Are a they lot... different diameters? Wait, they don't yeah. fit? Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. you need more? What? Oh, yes. You need more? Yes. yes. So yeah, have, I've, I've seen a couple of those in my we life, have, actually. We, we have... Hey, don't talk about me. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> we're working at this ER, and a special needs kid comes in. Like, you know, he's like a... 13 some odd years old. You got to put a catheter in this kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. And it's me and, like, two other people in there. And, like, I'm like, that ain't fit. And resting. Are they different? When I say diameter. Yeah, the, like... the, the, the girth. Yeah, the girth is different, you know. But the. Uh, <laughs> How do you pick which girth you need? You know, that's an that's a good point there. Because we haven't offered any educational points today. No, here. No, yeah, let's, let's be educated. Yeah. So, so, you know. Uh, let's assume they're. Let's assume they're all the same length, but how do you pick which girth? So what we normally do is what generally I do. is always like a sixteen percent. So generally, what but why would you go that bigger would, or smaller? That would not help a, anybody taking a uh, a uh, a flight medicine exam. So let's give them the good flight medicine exam question in there. Yes. So if you're if you're so the best way to get it uh, get the size is to take the uh, the tube that would normally go into their throat, mm -hmm. that, uh, and how we would figure that out for a kid. Would be 16 plus the age divided by four, and when you get that tube oh, size, gosh. you get that tube that. size. So it's like a five, a four-year-old is a size five. Okay. Or you could get a PD wheel, and it will tell you. Yes, baby, we'll get there. We'll sell that. See, I was gonna get to that point, but you got You're in a two-minute time frame where you can't even speak on the microphone right now. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, Jim. Oh, thank you. Can we just get one? Yes, and. Uh, uh, seven cherries. Yes. Yeah, seven we cherries. need some cherries with Mar the stems. We got these this maritino cherry tying thing going on right now. Yeah. Are you in on this game? Yeah, that's why I said seven. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna be tying anything with my tongue, but I can high five a flag man with it like nobody's mother. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering. <laughs> so, so 16 plus the age divided by four. Let's say it's a four year old kid. We get a size five two times two will give you your gastric tube size and your Foley size. So if it's a size five times two would be 10, 10 French. I don't That's know what he's saying right now. From 9-11 to he's Dick Joe. But, but, I'm, but I'm curious. I'm, I'm sincerely curious yeah. because That's how we would for a full-grown man, the sixteen or the hole is different diameters, I'm sure. 16 or Not 18. so much. Not no? So much. It'll spread. Okay. 16 It'll or 18. Spread. It'll spread. However, it's, it's if you have to have pliable. like... Um, it's pliable. Um, 
irrigation, they're bigger. Yeah, they're a little bit bigger. A and little bit? They're a lot bigger. They're a lot bigger. So they will spread. Nobody irrigation. Cleaning it out. Yeah, just putting, like, if you're going to need to put a lot of fluid into it versus getting fluid out of it, you yeah. get a larger yeah. diameter. Um, That's to uh, clean the bladder out, correct? Yeah, for whatever reason. You need gotcha. Bleeding. So, you know, but, but we get, clots. yeah, so we, we get this okay, kid okay, though okay. that one time and he had a 14 incher at rest, at rest. How old was he? He was like 13, 14, special needs person. He's never going to use it. <laughs> also, even. Never going to use it. Okay, it, just it. let me tell you as a woman, <laughs> and I don't know if I speak for most women. He might. But I, use it with himself. It, it's not fun. I've had very, very large ones, <laughs> and they're, it's not fun. Man, it's like, it's like huh? a, it's like a, it's like, it's like a party joke. I thought we weren't, I thought we weren't talking, I thought we weren't talking politics tonight. That's a true story. A portion, you know, gets to have fun, you know what I mean? And it's, I feel yeah. bad for the guys because it's like, Really, does it? Oh man, I was so women that does not <laughs> happen. Well, it's like Tommy Lee. No Tommy Lee was famous for that. But then when you see the part, video of him and Pam, parties, they're you know, yeah. like he a, can't use like, half of it. Yeah, yeah, half of it's still taken out. Was that? No, So I'm asking about that, not to get too personal on here, but I have to get a procedure this year. And so I'm when they're talking, she's talking. Well, for irrigation, I'm like, oh my god, I don't need that. Listen, no, thank man, God. Don't think about it. I just need a regular don't think one. About it. Don't think don't about think it. You'll be fine. You'll be on beds. Yeah, but I got to keep you'll a regular one beds. for like three days. It'll be all right. Uh, yeah, you'll be all right. Though. Yeah, I'll you'll be, be okay. drunk up. Right, a regular one. They're gonna what? be, they're gonna, oh. gonna be asleep when they put it in. You won't even feel it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but for three days, I'm not gonna be asleep. I you know, don't feel but it when once it's in. It's not as bad. No, what hey. they tell me. You know, my, you know, my doctor I, I told me. I don't know. I don't have a My penis, doctor said, bring a computer one. or some video games or something. Allegedly. Like when I. <laughs> Allegedly. You Allegedly. have to have a catheter when you have babies. Right. I had. Hey. I had it. What? Hey, listen, man. Y'all can put it some stuff in me. there. Oh, but y'all, a lot of stuff gets put in there. That's I mean, why, that's true. It's not different. That's, I mean, that's why when you talk not, about sounding, not. it's not my bag. Man. Yeah, no, hey, yeah. I'm with you, Dan. Like, I'm with you. I, I'm not a, I'm not down for that. I mean, I'm not putting a finger. Somebody's having fun for that shit, but you know. You're putting a finger where? I'm just not putting a finger. I'm pointing a finger oh, at the people. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. neither. Pointing. You know, oh, pointing. Now you were putting fingers in there now. I'm putting fingers. Hey. I thought that's what he was saying. No, yes. I, some people may have Well, you never, like you've it. never had a finger in your bum? No, you're not talking about your bum. I'm not talking oh. about your bum. penis. And no, yeah. also. Okay, I was trying to do like the letter kidding thing. <laughs> you know, however, <laughs> you know, like it's funny when people say like, you watch that Tommy Lee video though, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Like most of that dick ain't inside. But, but, <laughs> but I do remember the 80s when he was famous for showing that shit oh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, like, hey. We the had show a showpiece. We had a dude at the fire. We, we've had a few dudes at the fire department. Oh yeah, one I remember dude, that. One dude would sit <laughs> at a sink. And like that thing would be in the sink, and he'd be sitting in there like he's brushing his teeth, and he goes, "It was thirsty." He's just sitting in there. <laughs> like, how long was that dude in there watching, brushing his teeth, waiting for somebody to come? Waiting for a joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> the other part was the other dude that would walk around. He goes, "Hey, what time is it?" I'm trying to set my watch. Oh and he's my got god! This thing wrapped around his wrist. Jesus, tap dancing, Christ! <laughs> Seriously, we've all been to the Seriously, gym. That's the guy on the couch watching TV all spread eagle. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> oh. What'd you say? They need to see it. I doctor? said I had a few friends that used to see it often. Yes. Yeah. Allegedly. I, I never did. Yeah. 
Thank God. Uh, yeah, Listen, I have. And it's I'm impressive. Like, I'm like, uh, I've, I've heard it was impressive. I'm like, that's I've not going to work, but we can try for fun. Well, it's like a baby. You know, it's and like then a, you can buy me breakfast. Yeah. After it's like a baby's <laughs> arm so with go. an apple in his hand. Yeah, it's like a baby's gonna, arm holding a red go. delicious, right? Normally. But this dude's dick is like a toddler's arm. Holding a bag of apples. <laughs> so welcome back to the yeah, rotor yeah. as the rotor turns. <laughs> oh man, yo, we probably should end this. Did thing you want to go back to politics? Yeah, no, no. never. Hey, you know, were, were, were we ever on politics? No. I hope not. You know, this week I had to uh, uh, allegedly go work at the fire department because I ain't. That's why your face is naked. Yeah, I had to shave. My, I had to shave. Uh, uh, oh, is that a rule? But is the that, stubble. Yeah. It does good things for me. Well, you like the stubble? I do. It's yeah. back, so we're uh, back to that topic yes, again. It's a, hello, that's a pretty puppy. That is a pretty puppy. Oh, so, it is. So, he is a cute puppy. So uh, I had you to go in there. And the funniest no. thing is this week. You're not giving so I get in there. I've been there two months because I worked there part time. Okay. I'm supposed to show up like once a week. They don't make me. And, uh, <laughs> once a week. I grew up. I, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, I've been there like two months. And then uh, I show up and we have to go training. First of all, they called me a few days early. I had to like dig out all my shit that I ain't put on in like months. <laughs> and then when I get there, I have to go do this training thing, you know. And so we do this training thing was like uh, if a firefighter is injured in uh, inside, we do this thing called uh, RIT team, which is the rapid intervention team. So you're like the people got to go in there and search, find the firefighter that's down, and like drag them out. All right. And and um and I say this because. As I'm sitting in the training, like there's a lot of stuff that's being said with the people that are running the sh- the, the show, and like uh, I don't it's shut the fuck up Fridays all the <laughs> fucking time, you know. I don't yeah. say shit when I'm in there, but there's so many times that people like say things during a training, and they've never seen it in real life, you know. Like they've never like drug out somebody out of a house fire or something, like, or like search the house looking with, for somebody where you run into people. You so, know? so they say things like, not questions, but but they, just they, comments on it? They're teaching things that are not realistic. That ah. they haven't experienced. Yeah, they're not. it's not realistic. Again, I don't say a fucking thing. I yeah. go in there, do my shit. And we go in there and do the shit and we get out really fast. Yeah. And then the dude saying, you know, when you would do, you like comment on the way I was doing it and I was like, yes sir, no problem. We'll do it this time. Like you said, you know, and then I walk away. There's a dude that's teaching the class that I went to fire school with, and he goes, "Do you know who that fucking guy is?" And he goes, uh, "And I won't say my cousin's name. My cousin works for the county." <laughs> and he's like, he goes, "That's that dude's cousin." And like that guy's actually like pull people out of house fires and shit. You know what I mean? Like, and, right. And when he says that, you know, I don't say shit. And the guy comes up to me after. He goes, "Why didn't you say something when I was saying something in front of you yesterday?" You're the one teaching me. They shut the fuck up Friday. <laughs> yeah. I said, listen, man, you're teaching the class. I don't say shit. So I have a question, though. How do you, how are you um, qualified to teach the class if you haven't done that? Well, these people put in, their, good question. put in their time and they teach in theory. Okay. And a lot of times when you teach theory, it's true. You know, like, you know, a lot of times they teach you in the house fire, you want to crawl in and do all that they, stuff. They know the science behind yeah, it. Yeah, the science behind it. But the reality is if I find a person inside a house fire and, I'm at, and, I'm, and I have to crawl and drag that person out, that's not realistic. It's if it's that fucking hot where I'm crawling to bring the person out, then that motherfucker ain't going to make it out. We'll you got to pick him up and get on we'll, your... We'll get him after we pull this fucker out. Ah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They ain't making it. 
But yeah. if you're drag, dragging yeah. somebody out, like, you know, the reality is yeah. you're, just, you're gonna grab them and go. Yeah, yeah they're just, teaching the science, not the yeah, reality. Yeah, there's so much shit, you, you know. The reality you know, is part of the experience. Like, you're not gonna know it until you yeah. actually Yeah, and I don't mean any it. disrespect. I just, that seems like a, maybe so I'm crazy. It seems like one of the few careers where you can teach something you've never actually done. Absolutely. They do the because, same with nursing. Yeah. And then, well, it's similar, and, I guess. And that's yeah. the, well, even military, you think about your sons learning how to yeah. aim at something and shoot well, it. It's not a real learning. Nice. I'm glad you said that, Angie, because that's where actually where I'm going. You guys are great. I'm bringing you on the show. A <laughs> so this is what I'm saying is like, in my son's case, you sitting here, you got, we've been at war for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So you got people that have shot at people. You are those people the people that, training? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's the shit. So mm -hmm. my son's unit, you know, where I felt bad, I was sitting there crying the other day. He's the only kid never been deployed. So everybody else in his unit has been to war. So like, you know, wherever he, they're going, like he's of surrounded by experienced that people. That has to make That's you good. feel a little better. Yeah, absolutely. Though, you know, absolutely. But it's still, it, it, he still, it's never, you never want them to experience yes. that, Ever. right? I yeah. mean, we don't like war. Yeah. We don't want people to have to go to it. Yeah. But um, it's not Those the same. Those boots are way too high. I just had to say that. No, they weren't. Okay. But what? you know what? No, they wouldn't be if for, she knew how to walk in them. For this hip, right. it would be. I'd be breaking it. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. But, I, but you don't, don't want them to experience totally it, but it's not the same until they yeah. do. So the fire department, completely different. Yeah. And, and it's good to talk about this 9-11 coming up. I thought about this this week. It's, uh, it's, uh, that happened to me Tuesday, and I'm sitting there doing this training thing, and people are you know, talking about like the way it should be done. In reality... You know, I was privileged and lucky enough to be an Orlando fireman where we got to go to a lot more fires. We yeah. got to respond and have like good um, operating procedures. And you knew you were trained to do this stuff. So like going in a house fire, running into a person and pulling them out wasn't like abnormal. You know what I'm saying? And it's but there's areas that don't do that where they have to rely on what they think is the right way to yeah. do it. Yeah. Maybe they don't have the yeah. resources to always yeah. be taught by someone that's done yeah. it. And I don't mean to sound like this because, I, you know, I, as I said, when you guys were on our show, the jobs that you have, you know, make our job seem so silly, you know, IT or whatever. But I guess a similar theme that can run across any job to me, and I don't want to sound like I'm the guy that's like getting trained and thinking, who the fuck is this guy while he's training me? But there's an element of that sometimes where if no matter what someone does, if they've done it, in real life, the respect that you have for them and for what they've learned in the field, whether it be IT or military or whatever, you're focusing, you're learning. But if they just read a book, I'd be less inclined to, it's like there's a certain level of maturity of, for you to be able to go, yes, sir, we'll do it next time. Even you, though the you, guy- You it, have to, you have to yeah. respect that. That's a, yeah. that's a person that's an officer, he's yeah. an instructor at the time. Sure. And, and for me, I wasn't raised to, to open my mouth when I'm, you know. Yeah, and I don't. Started. Don't get me right. But yeah. in my head, sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm, done saying, this? I'm saying that shit in my He's head. He's saying in know? his head, it's shut the fuck up. Friday, yeah. Or, you know, I, I say it every day, all yeah. the time. Every day I'm at work, I'm like, but yeah. wait, shut the fuck up Friday. But wait, Friday. Shut the fuck up Friday. Well, I, I, I feel shut that. I, I feel that uh, it, it's it's more of a like choosing your battles kind of thing because maybe. But I guess yeah. if you when, let me ask you this: when you're being trained by someone that's been boots on the ground, isn't your perception different if you know that? You know something is is interesting. You ask that. Reality, it isn't. No, it's not. And you know, and it's just that you know uh, you, that person's put in time. To yeah. get to 
to be qualified to teach. Yeah, maybe right? that's the difference. And, and, maybe I, and I, difference. Have to, I have to respect that in the sense of whether that person's done that or not. Yeah. You know, that's that's my boss for the day. That's sure. who's telling me to that's, do stuff. That's, and I very, think that's the, the know, profession you're in, yeah. law enforcement, firefighters, EMS, I was going to say it's a little different. It's, yeah. it's the order. It's an, it's keeping things in order. Yeah. You know? Plus you know, the amount of training that go. I mean, the amount of training that goes into what you guys do and the intent behind what you do is a little bit different. And I don't want to sound like I'm not – I can't be that way because yeah. I've been trained on – technical stuff where I don't really know if this person has, has done the stuff they're trying to teach me. And I still am respectful, Absolutely. but I've also been in situations where I, I almost know they don't necessarily know what they're talking about. And that's hard for me. Oh, I, yeah. I, I speak of a situation where somebody's going to die or get hurt. That's different. That's you what know, I'm saying. Like Your if jobs I think are different. it's going to make a yeah. difference. And I'm like, you know, sir, if you don't mind me saying so, but shut the fuck up, you know, but most of the time <laughs> yeah. on some shit, I just fucking, I just, I just shut, shut my mouth on it. Yeah. And there, I always and get in trouble for that. And this, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, yeah, you do. I know. You know, you do. Well, if someone's going to get hurt, I, you can't not say yeah. something, right? Tr Trish has word vomit. Yes. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I generally know how to shut the fuck up Friday. That's not true. I do. But I do say something. <laughs> but only like, on Fridays. It's important. Yeah. And then I still Oh, no, she brings up. So, so real quick. Uh, I well, just nurses are in the trenches like crazy, though. I feel that starting next week, we, we shouldn't have an ass cam, but we should have a reaction cam because the faces that everyone makes oh when gosh. they walk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I want a sign that says, yeah. yes, rooms. you can go to the bathroom. No, and yes. it's funny because like, I'll, I'll watch. You should have like a picture of a girl on the toilet and a boy peeing and like, yes. that way. Well, no, because like they, they, they walk over to the bathroom area, and it clearly says, like, if you're looking on the screen Men right now, women. it says women. In big old black. Can I just say, print. as the old man here, when I went over to those bathrooms, oh, yeah, he fight it the doors blended into the walls. I was about to <laughs> pee in the corner. <laughs> you know that. And also the reactions, because like Carlos is saying, black cock. <laughs> oh yeah. Right Patricio, this is what you need. You need Trisha to have a picture of random stuff up when people come through. Just random. <laughs> Let's do it. That would hey, be amazing. Because I, I love, I'm the, get I love the and then, and then when they act weird, Make go, what are you doing, parts. dude? It's a medical podcast. Relax. I can't yeah. hear you. What'd you <laughs> oh, you, you know, can't. <laughs> the, the one thing I do want to say, though, as we begin to close is this. It, 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 when I was bringing up the whole thing is that that day in 9-11, as you watch these, if you watch any of the videos or any of the things, as you watch those guys go up into the, uh, into the stairwell, uh -huh. nobody questions it. And every single one of those firefighters going up when everybody else was coming down understood exactly what they were getting into. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, I've been lucky enough to be part of a profession where people don't ever question that shit. Like they absolutely go into the shit that they, you know, they understand like, hey, this ain't perfect, you know. And, and and they go into it. I, I've been on the podcast before. I learned how to scuba dive as a firefighter. So when I remember going to Mexico for the first time and being underwater where you could see shit. Uh -huh. Like I go, oh, you can see shit underneath these. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's uh, because when you learn how to dive in a shitty ass pond in the city of Orlando to hook a car or go look for a body or some shit, you don't Different. understand that there's, you know, diving where you can see. It's like enjoyable stuff. Like yeah. You know, and, and that's. That's just the most amazing thing, you know. For me, it's been a privilege. Yeah. yeah. And it's been a and it's been a joy. That isn't 
the same thing anymore. And I see yeah. less and less of the, the career firefighter out there. And, and uh, see less and less of the career healthcare provider. Well, yeah, and, a- and we need more of that. And that's the thing. I feel like there is definitely. Um, Here's the thing. It is hard work. We need and it. you don't necessarily get treated well very no. often. Like you think, see people yeah, and that's on why the I worst say, day. Think of how you are when you're in the hospital. Like I know how I. Whoa! I know how I. I act when I'm in the hospital because I know how you guys are working. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're going you're through. But then you hear the person next to you and you like shut the fuck up. You but know then, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like well, seriously. Well, when, oh, you, yeah. when you say you think of it as a privilege, I think, and maybe this is what you're saying, but there's probably less people that think of it that way. Uh, well, true. it's uh, you know. Is the, this is the question I wanted to pose to people for next week's shit to think about before as we record is that how like how do you separate work and rest time? Yeah. And you know the newer generation that comes through, they don't choose to work extra hours. And, and, and yeah. are they wrong or no. are they right? I, I'm not the guy to ask They're because I wrong. I. I ne- I blur the line. Yeah. I'm never you off the clock if, if something's time. needed. But, you know? Or you're going to get burnt out. Yeah, I've so, seen my husband for two hours this entire week. Yeah. And yeah. he's not going to be home until maybe next Friday. But yeah. it's a it, but there's no balance the either either way. You know either what I mean? Way, there so there's like us who we're just like go, go, go. Like our generation is like go, go, go. And then the new generation is like. I just want to chill, man. No, I, I, I feel that it's, we it, need a, we need it's a different media, for your, you know? the different kinds of jobs, though. Yeah, it, for your jobs, it it's it's hugely yeah. important. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's more of like your upbringing because I mean, you guys know, like I'm doing two jobs right now. I don't have to. I want to. I enjoy it. I enjoy you know making more money. I enjoy the the the, the skill, and I, I enjoy doing the job itself. There are just some people that like who I I've met during this run at, at, uh, at, you know, allegedly universal studios um, <laughs> where that's all that they're doing. Like that's their only bread and butter. And at the same time, it's like, they're giving their bare minimum and you're absolutely right there. There's no initiative. They're like, there's no desire to go that extra mile to show your worth because apparently, and I'm sorry for saying it like this, it's like this generation right now, they're extremely valuable where they're at right now. There's no yeah, need absolutely. to excel or show their, yeah. their, their full potential. They yeah. figured they figured it out. And I'm gonna tell you where yeah. I stand on the situation is this that like it's like a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. That, like, yeah, I know we gotta go. Oh yeah. So I know that this week when when this kid that was in the belly, when the thing happened, and now on the anniversary of it, he has to go oh. to yeah. unknown yeah. where. Yeah. Like I can tell you so many fucking times that I chose to like, hey, I'm gonna stay at work, get that overtime today. And I miss time with that kid. Yeah. That I would fucking, if I could go back in time, is the one thing I would change. That's what I meant by the difference in your job types. Absolutely. Because some of us could could be home and do our job. For you guys, it's a different thing. Man, I want to be home and do my job. There's a lot of. But think think about it like this. Think of the the generations before us. (laughs) I'm not right now. The the generations before any of us here at this table is because. There was a crisis. Like they, they needed you oh, to work those extra hours. Man, Whether it was you know the assembly line for 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 jets, for for weapons, for but vehicles. You, like there was man, I chose a lot of time. I'm gonna tell you, man. Like the one thing you can't get back is time, guys. Yeah, Amen. I know. You yeah. can make a shitload of money. You can make you can remake money. You can do all yeah. that stuff, but yeah. the shit you can't get is time. Yeah. And these this newer generation, people look at them. They talk to them about being lazier and stuff like Did that. You, you no, this? you know what? They figured out the time factor. 
Yeah. yeah. They figured out what time time was important. Well, yeah. well, I'll tell you, Carlos, if there's one thing good to come out of the virus, I feel like it's maybe that, yes, that sir. a lot of people have Absolutely. learned that yeah. they, they can work different. They don't have to be you away look, from their family as you much. You look great, Patricio. It's okay. Yeah. You look great. Yeah, you look good, baby. <laughs> Unless you're married to a paramedic, a firefighter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Their that's, work that's, hasn't changed. That's, no, that's what I meant. In there, that's what I meant by the it's question. Like the question needs to be very specific to your careers because oh, yeah. that's different. It's that's always going to be different. Yeah. But I think other people have been able, you know, that have been so absorbed in making money and getting, yeah. you know, moving up the ladder. Now they've had to take a step back. They've been forced to, yeah, and they're like, back at it. "Oh wow." This is what man. this life. All the people like. are moving and buying motor homes, and you yeah. know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. It, it's uh, it's a thing, man. It's something to talk about, so like yeah. people can find us. Uh, what's uh, what's our social book of faces? Did you forget show? all that, Carlos? The rescue company one. The rescue company one. <laughs> what is it? The re- he doesn't social the re- the rescue company <laughs> yeah, one do, on man. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and are you YouTube on the t- are you and- on the TikTok yet? <laughs> yeah. The TikTok. Oh, we are. Or the Tim Talk, as I used you, to this, call it. You have to do it because we just on, started doing it. Where's our TikTok? No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You, you got, you got so many likes and follows. It's amazing. I am so happy for you. Thank you. But we got like almost. Four million views, views on, on one of our, our videos. Oh, that's fucking but, awesome. But, but can that's I tell you? Is it ours? But, but it I, was no. hilarious. But can I tell you? It was just one of the videos. Yeah. And as a result of that, all the other videos are 15, 20,000 because that's you have awesome. so many people following now. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's, you got to do, do it. To, what did you do to get that? We'll, <laughs> have, to show you. we'll have to show you after. She ran through the house. She fall It's really Hashtag, hashtag, Dan runs like a princess. Yes. Who's dressed like a princess? Runs, runs like a princess. Where can people find you guys? Findandangie.com. So our podcast is a little different. We do it every week. We meet with local business owners, local artists, a lot of artists. Yeah. Um, local interesting people like you guys, and uh, yeah. you guys are incredibly yeah, amazing, and we good. love you. Well, yeah. thank you, same for you sure. Guys, so we a are... great Italian restaurant last week. We gotta go again. Yes. Yes. So, we were gonna do a podcast last week, but it like uh, our dinner ran it was like a late, four hour dinner, was, yeah. It was so good, and we chose food over this. We did, so I'm telling you, if we ever go again, just have a regular dinner, it's like a story, yes, yes. Just what a regular happened? dinner. But all yes. their food is amazing. Freaky. We, we just signed Patricia up for their... Patricia ate for two people. He ate my fat. Yeah. And he ate my shrimp. We just signed oh, up yes. for their charcuterie class. Which oh, yeah. Up. And what is that? Uh, Give Patricia yeah. dates. We'll go. Do you I know? gotta send her the dates. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, think it's I wish I knew them by heart. But by the way, I am a trained chef. I know you told us about it. He's gonna be on the Kitchen Killers October 22nd. Oh, I love it. You guys can come over if you want. I would love to. I went October 22nd. So you know, oh, that's that's October 22nd. That's the day after my birthday. It sure is. The big five zero. October 21st is my birthday. Oh, I have to take you to take. I have to take you out. So you know, like I went to the therapy. You know, I go to therapist on Monday. Yep. And uh, I was talking to them, and you know, I complain about Josh every time I'm there, like, like for a good twenty minutes of just, you know, he, he doesn't come over. Did you say October? October twenty yeah. second. He doesn't it's a come Friday. Over. It was supposed to be the day of Indog, baby. But we can't say. Uh, uh, yeah, you're working. 
No, no, not yet. She's using yeah, paper and a pen. Yeah. Remember I know. that? Dan is about to have a heart attack because oh, yeah. Trish has a paper yeah, and, Dan. and it's, uh, pen it's okay. in her hand. <laughs> Woo! So, He's having but, a heart attack okay. over here. You see it? Oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah so, if you lose that in the woods, the helicopter's going to find it. So I haven't been to the therapist. You got to tell me. So I'm sitting at the therapist in like for, for weeks. I've been complaining, man. I'm like, because I invite Josh to come to the podcast and do stuff. Right. And he's sick, man. He can't leave his house. Sure. He can't leave his house. And Shannon made stuff. me get it. And uh, I'm telling a story, which is why you're no longer talking on the microphone. Yeah, five minutes. Thank you, Shannon. So, and uh, anyways... <laughs> So Dan, and so so Bob the therapist, this is the actual name, it's pretty right. shit, Bob the therapist. You know, he goes, you know, you could just go over there and see him if it bothers you that much. And he yeah. go, and it sounded so like profound because yeah. it comes from like, I'm like, well fuck you, Bob, for like telling like you know and, how dare you tell yeah. me the truth. I so hate I, you. So I went over there last night. We had a great time. Oh, that's it was, awesome. It was good to see you, man. That is awesome. Oh, you guys it, should just show up with all the podcast gear. One day yeah. we should totally no just go over way, there, man. like some stranger. What are you calling? Call, call him right now. See yeah, if he'll he tell the story. That's too bad. He, he loses it. No way. He ain't picking up. He doesn't pick up. He knows that we're recording. Ah. So, and you know, this is the shit, man. Like this dude, like it's imagine like your mind going from this like individual is sitting up front of like thousands of people to talk, and then like you can't come. I can't imagine. I can't imagine We had that conversation last night. Yeah, but then we, 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 how... talk, we talked about it on our show too. But that speaks to how intense this job is. Man, I'm telling yeah. you, man, this dude, this dude, like, is the greatest thing you ever said. But like for me, that was pure therapy last night. Man, yeah. being there, so. Oh, that's but awesome. We, but we've been at this shit for a while. But you got anything else for the shop? All right, last shot. Yeah. We're saying goodbye. Right, cheers. And then we'll talk off the show. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers. Everybody say Uber. I have another one. <laughs> no. Uh, I didn't order it. Let me just tell you that. Uh, damn it. Um, That's a pretty sweet shot. I, I got it. All right. So, so real quick, real quick. Um, the, the views and everything I'm going to say right now do not reflect the views of Carlos, Trish, Amanda, Dan and Angie, this is literally just me. This is my final thought, and I'm going to give it over to Carlos after this. But, like, uh, yesterday, President Biden gave a speech in regards to uh, the rules and regulations that's going on with uh, the COVID, COVID vaccinations for employers and all across the country right now. Honestly, if, if you work in the medical field, if, if just, just take your vaccination, please. Stop putting people at risk. Help lower, uh, Help flatten the curve. Do your part. Suck it up. Believe me, it, it hurts for a little bit. You can have a fever for a couple of days. I'm not a I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical expert. I'm just saying, just do it. Let yeah. me just tell you, this variant is way worse than co- the regular COVID was. Oh, and it is killing people faster than COVID, like the original COVID did. Yeah, this is the remix. It is. It is. There's the a remix, third one and coming it is too. Scary, and it's worse. I have to tell you, I wanted my booster faster than probably most people. No, I was on the uh, Colbert show yesterday on 104.1, you know, giving my opinion on on the subject. And Jim? Yes. Very nice. Dirty Jim. Yes, Dirty Jim. And I, uh, my mom got COVID again for the second time. Yeah, people are. Now she's in a nursing home. She doesn't go out. Oh. So it's it's because staff or someone is bringing into into, into the the facility, putting elderly people at risk. And. I have all the faith in the world that she's going to come uh, pull through with it, but like, just just Sorry, do your part. Man, yeah. Just do your part. That's all I got to say. 
Yeah, you know, it's uh, definitely, man, you got to try to think about, you know, others, you know, when you do shit, you know, so it's one of those things. Sometimes you know, we have to be selfless. Yeah. I haven't taken care of anybody, like, um, probably in the last month that has been really sick that has been vaccinated. I have taken care of people that are really sick that probably are not going to make it that have not been vaccinated. That's, that's you know, uh, the, and I think it's really important for people to hear that. Hold on one second. I can't hear okay. anything you say. I think that's very important for people. To- hold on one second. I can't hear anything. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Thank you. Go I ahead. think that's hold very- on one second. No, <laughs> I think that's so important yeah. for people to hear from somebody. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> stop peeing. Stop peeing. You right now. That's what's stop important. Peeing. Yeah, it. it's a it's a big thing. Yeah, I it's think a, it's important for them to hear from somebody that's working in yeah, the field because so many people are just like, oh. I do too. And have like, you seen? I saved all these screenshots from the reports because I, you know, I don't get at this debate either. But the people, reports that Florida Hospital Advent Health they released these charts. So they were the reports were converted to charts that shows the amount of people that are currently in ICU because of COVID and what percentage of those people are vaccinated. It's low. And, and the people on a ventilator, and what percentage of, and it is tiny. I'll tell you, at some local hospital that maybe somebody in this room works at or not. Allegedly. 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 Thank you. Um, I think I was told like 96% of the patients that were hospitalized are unvaccinated. Right. And yeah. the ones that are, my guess is. Are not that sick. The ones that are in the hospital or in ICU, they're vaccinated. My guess is, and you might speak to this. There, they have other major health problems. Yes, they are. Yeah. So they're yeah. Like I have taken care of one kind of sick vaccinated patient in the last month. Yeah. You know, everybody's got to look look at the facts, look and make the best informed decision. You know, and that's and that's the reality. I totally agree. Just just don't ignore data. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, numbers (laughs) numbers really don't lie. Like, ain't really nothing. as healthcare workers, we could yeah. tell you there's the really only number that people. lies is a fake phone number that you get at the bar. Yeah, yeah. but well, it's not. As but it, but Jason said, though, yeah. the way he, that he got, you know, earned the fire chief's respect is those numbers. Numbers, man. Right? Those numbers you know, don't lie. Like numbers I can tell show. you, man. Like there's 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 a lot of sick people. A lot of people are not making it. And, he, and at like, the end of the day, like. This is the one thing I do want to say, babe, to end the debate so we can get off this thing here in a second. Because I know you can go on for this for a while. But this is the thing. I got my vaccination pretty early. I did not. Trish has had it. I waited. Everybody around me has gotten it. And I've been sick. You and I got our vaccine at the same on the same day. Our yes, first but I believe you so were already sick. So did sick. we, but we did wait. Yeah. I'm going on 21 months, but I haven't had a cold. So I... I was already wow. exposed when I, you were, yeah, yeah. I got my vaccine. Yeah, and I wasn't. I mean, yeah. you know, but I got it, and I've been sick, and I've been pretty exposed. Yeah. Now, yeah. one of my guys is this. One of my guys just got it, went through it. No, he didn't have the vaccine. Like, you yeah, know, two and, weeks ago. Yeah, and we were drinking from the same shit. We are doing shots from the same thing the day, you know, the, a few days before he was sick. Yeah. And I didn't get it. Yeah. But we all know that some of us do have yeah. superior immune systems. I mean, right. you know. I'm pretty sure it was a vaccination that yeah. made it that yeah. way. Yeah, but you yeah. know, hey, this is the thing, man. Make informed decisions out there, guys. Yes. And do you the best yeah. for others, and yes. definitely try to be the safest you can, and try to, you know, 
And be selfless. Yeah. That's what I like to say. Yeah. Be selfless. Absolutely. It's not about you. It's, it's about not. the whole, right? Yes. It is. If you, if you're, if you are, how I like to say is like, if you are a patriotic, you find it earlier. If you're a patriotic person, you right? Find the hole. Go ahead. <laughs> See why? See why I take a microphone away? You see what happened? You're gonna have to take away from me too, bro. Yeah. No, you, no, you're fine. If you're, you're like a patriotic person and you're about like us as a whole, as a country, then we want everybody to be healthy and absolutely and safe, right. So hey. I think that's a big thing to take away yeah. from it. That's it on my part. Thank you for letting me talk. Yeah, no worries. Go to SaturdayGas.com. Thank you. Yes. Fine and Angie. It's all fine and Angie. It's all fine and Angie. Girl. Hey, All right, let's go. We got a pee. We got. You're gonna have to come on again soon. We'd love to. This was super fun. Everybody out there, appreciate it. Bye.